This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast once again. It's a... D&D podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure, but also sometimes it's not D&D and we, we're playing Blades in the Dark, one of our other favourite tabletop role-playing games. I'm Jane. I play Zilla, who is the heist cruise cutter, and I'm joined by... Ellen. Hello. I play Lilith, who is uh, a whisper and likes to talk to ghosts. Superb. Ooh. And this week we're listening to the Gut Cutter Bargain, which mm-hmm. is quite a special episode. It's unusual in that it begins with a full heist crew. So the whole gang back together. Mm-hmm. And then it rolls like that for a while. And then it it narrows down. It funnels down, whittles down to just the core crew of of you, Ellen. Mm-hmm. And Johnny also, mm-hmm. who plays Casimir. Um, yeah, just the, just the best of the best. The creme de la creme. Yes. <laughs> Everyone has filtered out, leaving only to the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> So there you go. There's going to be a transition partway through this uh, this session mm-hmm. uh, when it goes from full gang to just the, just the two of you. Yeah. And what's the premise? What's the setup? Let it paint a picture for us. So we we basically, in order to help us uh, do the the big heist uh, that we are leading towards, uh, there's there's basically a little gang of street urchins that we have to kind of get on side. It's up to us to seek them out and see what we can bargain with them for for their help if we can scratch your back and then you can scratch ours a little bit later on if that's okay and it's a lot of fun the best thing i think about this entire series is the number of times that luke has to do a small urchin voice (laughs) and (laughs) all the different child urchin voices in especially in this episode it's really fun um yeah, it, you're in for a treat. Oh my goodness, there are some characters you in until this. until you've heard Luke do an urchin voice. It's so good. You, there's going to be some characters in this that will immediately become your favourites. Like, I won't say now, I might say after, but like, seriously, like, there's there's one character in this that I'm like, they are my favourite forever. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Um, and yeah, and uh, it's a little, little bit of a, it's a stealthy one as well. A lot of stealth involved. Um so it's a little bit like, you know, a real old, like, kind of a uh, bit, you know, dishonoured feel to this one where we have to go sneaking around places. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think I really like the kind of uh, rapport between Lilith and Casimir. Casimir Ka- grows a quite extra, you know, little bit of respect for Lilith towards the end as well, which is something to look out for and really interesting. Lilith gets to sh- show off a little bit in this one. I had a lot of fun in this episode because I got to like 
try some different things that I hadn't before. This is a treat. This this episode, I think. I think I love I love this entire series. It's very difficult to choose a favorite episode because um, there are genuinely some incredibly funny ep- episodes in both seasons. But this this one is really as personally, I really enjoyed playing this one. But away from your role-playing game life, Ellen, yeah. what have you been up to lately? Uh, I've been doing a lot of redecorating. <laughs> um, I have been doing up my family's living room. So we've got a really nice new red wall now and uh, a nice uh, like a beige. So we've got a red, red feature wall and then everything else is beige and it's all very nice and very warm and cosy. So I've been enjoying that. Are you solo painting the entire room? Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I I've said to my family, don't worry, I, I'll do this one because uh, I'm I'm the most physically able. Let's just say that. Um, and uh, yeah, so much work though. It uh, is my arms. Painting. My arms are dead, mildly, no. uh, which makes dice you mean rolling dead hard. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. I can bench press all the numbers <laughs> now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm really it's, it's it's been this thing where like I've been meaning to do it for years, and now we're actually finally getting around to it. And it's very cathartic, and it looks really nice. Yeah, it's always a big worry when you like paint a like a feature wall or anything that's like a bold, like a fairly bold color, and you're like, is this is this gonna work? And uh, I went down. Uh, after I after it had all dried, I did it in an evening after work, and then the next morning I went down to be like, okay, here's the moment of truth, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's actually really nice. That's good. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that around everything else and new sofa and everything. So it's all happening. All the excitement of being an adult. <laughs> It's, uh, it's like, woohoo, new sofa, yay. Hey, that sounds cosy. I'm it into is. it. Yeah. Yeah, because like, we, we, I just want to make it all super cosy and nice and uh, get it all looking good because uh, just having a nice space where I don't have to think about video games, which, you know, I love video games, but I like having... Oh, you don't, pl- you a... don't play video games in the in the lounge then? No, uh, the... uh, that is that. Well, the thing is I share, it, share it with other people, so I don't want to overtake it. Uh, uh, with all of my video game nonsense, so that's like my Netflix binge watching. That's where room. the TV is just for yeah, TV watching. yeah. Okay, so uh, just just to kind of like it's just to create a separate area a little bit because you know when you're working a job like this, the lines can blur slightly between work and play when you're working in video games, um, and you're playing so many video games because you, you know you find your playing a video game over the weekend and then something happens in that game and you're like oh that would make a good list and then you write it down um and I'd rather that not be in the the chill out room that I'm I'm currently painting so yeah oh, you've got more discipline than me my life is all over yeah the place. like I yeah it's fine <laughs> it's fine I've been playing uh Disco Elysium which <gasps> I I kind of bounced off the first time around, but I think yeah. the secret is now that I'm playing it on Switch, I can play it yeah. in the living room, in the lounge, uh, on the sofa, and not at my desk. And I, it's lovely. Yeah, I will say Switch is like my uh, exception to the rule because it's like mm. it's that second screen thing where it's like, oh, it's like, you know, I've been playing actually a lot of um, Idle Champions 
uh, which we're in because it's really good like you're watching something and then you're just quietly like moving things around every once in a while you just check and go okay I'll move that person over there I'll love that person up and uh, it, it's yeah I, I love things like that like uh, Animal Crossing is perfect for that and just like I like how you casually was like Idol Champions which I'm in we're, we're all That's- in we're all in it yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not bragging about. Yeah. Idol Champions is the D and D sort of um, idol game yes. that uh, that our D and D characters yeah. are and- in. Disco Elysium, by the way. If you don't, if you haven't played it, and you have any interest in tabletop role playing games, it is a really, really interesting, beautifully written experience that does have the yeah the, that vibe that you mm. are playing. A TTRPG with a really eloquent storyteller, with a really eloquent GM, um, and I thoroughly recommend it. It is um, quite the experience, a really distinctive experience. Yeah, I've um, only I, I might have bounced off it first the first time because it's it's quite it's got a real like chilly, like like literally it's a cold city that you're playing <laughs> in, but also kind of like a a, a slightly chilly vibe. Yeah, um, and uh, it. I found that challenging, but now I'm super into it. So, uh, yeah, get involved. Join me in this in in advocating for this extremely old game that everyone <laughs> played like two years ago. But um, I thoroughly recommend it on the Switch. Um, the the uh, art style actually like miniaturizes really well. I like it on um on a little mm. handheld screen. Yeah, I've only heard good things about that game, and it's on my list. And I think now that you know, I know it's on Switch. I'm like, oh, I should give that a go. That's something I should play through. I took damage from sitting in an uncomfortable chair, <laughs> which felt like something Johnny might do. Like, yeah. okay, you sit in this really incredibly uncomfortably, um, yeah, uncomfortable chair. You, now you, roll. You, you sat down oh, too you're hard. Taking damage. Yeah, you sat down it's too hard. Bad bludgeoning damage. Yeah, you lose health points. <laughs> It's got that kind of thing in it, which uh, if you're anything like me, you'll enjoy heartily. Mm-hmm. So I do recommend it. Um, again, she said recommending a game that is not especially new, but if you are <laughs> less of a video game person and more of a TTRPG person, which potentially is you, the person listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. then um, then yeah, get into it. If you've got a Switch or someone you know has got a Switch, steal it and play Disco Elysium. Yeah. Oh, also another thing I've been doing this month is uh, every Monday I've mentioned Idol Champions I've been taking part in uh, a live stream over there on their official Twitch yeah what's it called the name Fury of the Black Rose love it and it's super cool Um, and uh, Johnny and I are both on it so Johnny's playing their character Rust who has appeared as a guest NPC and is one of their characters that they have played in other games um and yeah we're with uh some of the lovely high rollers team uh we've got uh, the lovely games on there and also b dave walters is the dm and uh yeah first episode meryl kind of got bashed up a bit it's hardcore <laughs> um so yeah it, it's really good um i may have got Johnny back uh, for turning Simon into a hat at some point uh, wow. in in the last uh, what, two episodes ago. Um, so uh, yeah, there's there's a really fun moment. Um, like it's heartbreaking, but very good. It was fun to do for me. <laughs> so I heavily recommend. Yeah, go watch those. Um, and how would one watch those? Uh, so if you go to CNE uh, CNE CNE Games, so Twitch TV. <laughs> forward slash CNE games 
um, or check out my Twitter or everything. Um, and it's it's live at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time or 6 p.m. UK time. Um, and uh, they basically, they're usually much later in the day, but they have been very kind in that they've gone, hey, British people, every time we invite you, you can't make it because it's 1 a.m. So we're going to do a special series uh, that you can all come along to. So yeah, I'm hoping that uh, they'll do another one soon because I want everyone on the Oxventure squad to go and have a go because it's wild. It's a lot of fun. All right, Brit, that's uh, that's your Monday evening viewing Hell taken care yeah. of. So that's uh, six o'clock on uh, our Monday, every Monday for the uh, immediate future. Shall we listen to the Gut Cutter Bargain, which begins with a full heist crew and then whittles down to just the best of the best which <laughs> is you Alan, and also <laughs> our good friend Johnny so let's listen to that and then we'll catch you on the other side to talk about it hello everyone welcome back to Oxventure presents Blades in the Dark I'm Luke and gosh look the whole gang is here look at them all Hi. Shining faces um, briefly briefly we've got the whole gang together although most of you are about to Shimmy away. Shimmy away. I do have things to do. That's what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't make me leave. I'm hosting this Zoom call. Can oh, I'm no. That's true. Full control. Okay, <laughs> so um, we're starting the session off with a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, first, let me say, well done, everyone, on making it through phase one of Oxventure Presents Blaze in the Dark. Everyone alive. Which is great. Just give yourselves a little clap. I didn't know that was phase one. <laughs> well, it was. I didn't want to tell you in case someone died, but that was phase one. Yeah. Okay. Second, I'm going to uh, quickly montage some stuff that happened so that we don't have to go into excruciating detail on it. Obviously, last time you recovered Barnaby from the Dimmer Sisters. Uh, he is awake. We're, we're 24 hours on from that now. He told you about all that cash. And Zilla, your mate Bricks, was able to get into Colburn's office in the splintered bone fighting pit on a pretense and bring you the lot minus her take which leaves you with a whopping 16 coin total you now have uh, so the gang has recovered all of its funds and then some next up uh, there has been a small uh, misunderstanding on the part of me about exactly how we count stress uh, the trauma boxes cannot be used as stress so just everyone make a note you have nine stress maximum okay it is okay. lower, lower than we thought before, but oh dear. it's cool. Technically, Kazmir should have been traumatised a few times over, I think. But, um, <laughs> every time. But, but... Oh, uh, boy. But, but, you know, like, no one is working harder than Kazmir, the only established thief, uh, <laughs> you know, in terms of, like, uh, sweating bullets on, on this stuff. So I think it sort of makes sense. Next up, from now, I'm going to be managing the crew's crew sheet which is a separate character sheet sort of for the whole crew. You're supposed to start it from the beginning with Blades in the Dark, but I didn't want to uh, overwhelm you or the viewer and least of all myself with things to keep track of. Um, so uh, I'm bringing it in now. And here are the key details. Uh, we're now going to keep closer track of how much heat the crew has, which is how much like attention from uh, other gangs and factions and crucially the law. You are on four heat out of nine. I've taken the liberty of assigning you some crew upgrades to get a bigger vault for your cash because you have such a huge haul, you'll need somewhere to keep it. And uh, off stream, the gang has chosen a special ability for your uh, shadows gang, which is what you are. And it's second story. When you execute a clandestine infiltration, you get plus one D to the engagement role. So that should hopefully 
help to counteract the fact that I do cursed engagement roles. And they're always <laughs> terrible. And finally, from now on, we'll be tracking entanglement um, after a score. So expect a little bit more drama and possibly having to sacrifice a bit more heat and coin, things like that, in downtime. Romantic entanglements? or Potentially, Barnaby. Marvellous. <laughs> it's a day later after the last score uh, when there is a knock at the door. It's the postman's familiar knock. It's not surprising by this point. I stand up, um, turn towards the door, lower my head and run at the door and explode into a shower of sparks. (laughs) I then walk walk through the door and go, Oh, no! This wasn't supposed to happen. This bloody thing isn't even near ready. (laughs) Edvard, could you explode a little more quietly? I've still got a rotten hangover. It's not not me. It's the marvellous mechanical man. Thought he'd be ready by now. It's the bloody actuators. Are we all living in this house now? Is it just like a, a, a big old house we all live in, or, or have we all just dropped by at the same time? You tell me. What's the situation? I, Do you sort of I, all have I, separate I homes? I certainly don't live here. I <laughs> don't live here. <laughs> you see in the state of this place. I pick up the head oh of God. the Edvard um, automaton off the floor, sort of look at it, and then open the door, holding it. Like, what? What is it? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, it's it's packages. If, if you or the mechanical man wouldn't mind signing for them <laughs> the mechan- wish the mechanical man could sign for it <laughs> bloody useless there you, there you go uh, it is two uh, packages uh, Edvard you've seen this MO before um, one of them when you unwrap it contains a vase and the other one contains mm-hmm. a hammer yep pretty straightforward I smash it with a hammer there's a note inside and um, you take a look it is from Eleanor and it reads so my hobby horses you risked it all to bring him home Loyalty is a trait I value. Something else I value are valuables. You've seen the inside of something few have seen and lived to tell about. Bring me whatever those witches have in their vault, and I'll make us all stinking rich. Signed, Eleanor. Anyone keen to go back to that terrifying haunted mansion? (laughs) I'm certainly not. What terrifying haunted mansion? The one you were unconscious in, Barnaby, that we saved you from. Uh... That sounds like something I'd remember, and I don't remember that. I think probably what happened is I was just on a massive bender with Squiffy, you know. Uh, it's happened before, you know. This isn't my first dressage event. Do you remember um, nothing of being kidnapped? Like, what, they, ki- what are you talking about? They said you were screaming in pain. Mm-hmm. No, no, you no. You no, repressed the entire thing. I would remember something like that. I, I must have just gotten absolutely yes. stinko with Squiffy. This, this happens all the time with him. He's such a blighter. Um, yeah, and I've just got a rotten hangover. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm going to so say you- that uh, Barn- Barnaby's memory loss, uh, while certainly canon, is 30% just like normal memory loss after being knocked unconscious and 70% repression. Okay. As you say, Zilla. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you can fill him in on all the details. Uh, you know, there's a small part of me that thinks I should give up drinking, but then there's a much larger part that thinks, no. Um, while this conversation is going on, um, Casimir, the, the cogs are turning in your head. As the most experienced criminal in the room, you realise the magnitude of what Eleanor is asking you here, because you all know that the Dimmer Sisters are not to be messed with, certainly not now, when you've made even more of an, an enemy of them. But the note does have you intrigued. And you can take 24 hours to make some inquiries and bring the results of those inquiries to the table. Um, I think, sort of, in the room, uh, slightly piqued by by Barney just saying he straight up doesn't remember our daring rescue, I turn off the heat under the kippers I am poaching in milk because I definitely have moved in here. 
uh, and I, I won't stop cooking fish. Um, I grab my grab my jacket and um, sort of just the makeshift cane I'm using. It is just a bit of wood, mm-hmm. uh, and I stalk out without saying anything. Uh, so you leave bring those back fish some, cooking. Bring back some actuators if you go past the actuator shop. <laughs> I shall. Uh, Casimir, um, you're gone long enough that when you come back, you really recognise how strongly it smells in here. You know how you don't know the smell of your own home until you go like on holiday for a, a week or two, and then yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I mean, it's not a week or two, but then it is a very strong smell. Uh, do I find any actuators? Um, yes. I deliberately pick actuator. up Aster brand ones. <laughs> cool. Um, I walk in and go, boom. Actuators. Ah. Oh. A store brand, I say, and fling them into the street. <laughs> Great. Right. Now listen, who ate my kippers? Firstly. Don't look at me. <laughs> you probably don't remember Everyone anyway. Everyone looks at Barnaby. <laughs> <laughs> Barnaby is just drenched in Barnaby. kipper sauce. <laughs> Barnaby is dabbing the corners of his mouth with a napkin. Right. <laughs> produces a whole kipper skeleton. This <laughs> is the only way to stop My the smell, opinion. right? <laughs> now, listen, I've been doing some digging because, um, look, as horrible as it was in uh, in the Dimmer Sisters joint, Eleanor's right. They've got something pretty valuable in there. This is friendship. Yeah, cer- well, certainly, uh, you know, Edvard, you and I. I think it's fair to say we're a bit closer since we went through that harrowing experience. Harrowing oh. experience, but yeah, they had some sort of um, what do you call them? Arm armor, forearm, forearm armor. I'm sure there's a word for it. Uh, wrist blockers. What are they? There's a word. Come on, there's a word for it. Help me out here. Bra- think, braces. Think braces. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, they had some braces they were putting in the wall. I think that's probably what they're after. Yeah, they had a single bracer. Sorry, oh, a bracer. bracer. Mm, yes. Well, look. Of course. Ellen is interested and I reckon she'll pay so much money there's a chance we could retire off this one score if it goes to plan but um, I'll level with you we're not ready at least we're not ready yet we've got well we've got some prep to do I think maybe we send Barnaby in to see if we are ready if Barnaby gets them out great if not what the what Send me into the, the the little house of the frightening twins or whatever they're called. Yeah, well you've never you've never been there. You just said so. It'll be no, a, no. It'll be a fun experience for you, mm. and then okay. we'll get an idea I... of how ready we are. Great, great, right, sounds good. Okay, um, uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to finish my drink, obviously. But, but just stay where you are, Barnaby. Uh, okay. As tempting as it is to just feed you to the creepy children, I'm afraid I have something else in mind for you. Yeah. Maybe we'll feed him to the creepy children later. Anyway, listen. I tapped up some of my old contacts. Headed over to Crow's Foot. Bought a few drinks, spent a few ears. And um, let's just say I found someone with a bit of information who was willing to talk. We know where the vault is, obviously. We know there's some sort of bracer in it. What we just found out is it's secured by not one massive door... But a second one. First one, entirely mechanical. Brace yourself, Edvard, but it's a custom job by the Aster Company. So So it should be pretty easy to break into then. It's probably made out of pipe cleaners and glue. 
and I mean, an inflated self sense of importance. Des, you're, you're absolutely right, mate. Yeah. Get let it all out. But this is a one of a kind, Pick so it's easily. possible they used other materials like metal. So what I'm saying is, don't beat yourself up if you don't just yell, "Open sesame, va," and it it falls to pieces around you. Won't even have to do that, friend. All right. Well, just lean on it, breathe on it. Whole okay. Thing will fall well, apart. I tell you what, ju- just in case, perhaps I can give you a task to um, find out how it works. Make sure you can crack it before we get in there. I think I can probably figure out how it works, but okay. Second, and this is where you come in, Spooky, is the second door is um, oh, it's anything but mechanical. It's uh, there's no easy way to say this, but it's guarded by a demon held in thrall to uh, the sisters themselves. Have you ever heard of uh, the name Esketra? That rings a bell in my readings. Good. That that's not well. It's not good. <laughs> oh, well, it's a comfort that you at least know that. Because mm-hmm. um, if it's all right with you, I'd like you to uh, look into the matter and make some preparations. Okay. Great. So we know where we're going, and once these two have done their uh, their job, we know how we're getting in. Getting out, on the other hand, is another matter. We're going to need. A method of escape, something the sisters aren't going to see coming. Well, if there's anyone in this gang who I think we can trust to do the utterly unexpected, it's his nibs over there. Is that, is that me? Yes. Right. Yes, it, it, it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to work out some way that we can just get out, get safe, lie low, Got until to. the sisters have calmed down. Right? Yep. Leave it to me. I'm your man. All right. That's sort of the skeleton of the plan, but uh, listen. While I was I was out obnobbing, catching up with a few old contacts, um, more than I expected, knew about us, the gang. I mean, we're making waves, which ordinarily is is no bad thing. I think you know it shows that we're making tracks. People are starting to view us as a credible entity in Volusport, but. Um, I got a clear indication from some of the people I was talking to that maybe we can expect some trouble coming our way. Maybe people are seeing us as a threat. Maybe someone knows we're onto a big score. I don't really know, but Zilla. Mm, just Chief. I was wondering if maybe you could just keep your guard up. No pun intended. And uh, just watch out for anything untoward coming our way. No problem. Easy. All right. Now. I reckon we snuck in to the Dimmer Sisters once. It went okay. We got Barnaby out, even if he did suffer catastrophic memory loss. Sounds very implausible. <laughs> I don't think we can count on the same method of entry again. If we can't go in quiet, I think we should go in loud. Point of fact, I think we should go in too loud. We need to trigger every trap, overwhelm the defences. Ideally, we want a small army at our back. And... In the chaos, we can head for the vault, crack it, take what's ours. Obviously, we're only a small handful of people, so we're going to need to recruit a small gang, shall we say. Keep them on side. An army of mechanical men. See what you're saying? It's possible, Edvard. I would like you to keep your focus on that door for now, but we'll, you know, 
Obviously, you need all time to the tink- sparking head of the mechanical man uh, lying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. What's that mechanical man? If- you think it's a great idea? I'm in vaudeville. I love it. <laughs> yes, if- Edward, I think it's a wonderful idea. Mm. Okay, you that's quite him. funny. <laughs> well, look. If that doesn't work out, and I'm saying if, mate, um, I think I've got a lead. Apparently there's a new gang operating out the old rail yard. Um, don't know much about them right now, apart from apparently they're brutal. So, A, they'd be good to have on site, and B, if they've got no ties or loyalties, we can hopefully engage our services without things getting too messy and us starting a full-scale war with the Red Sashes or the Billocks or whoever comes knocking. So, I think that's one for us to maybe take a look at. Once we're ready and we know precisely what we're dealing with, we can work out how many people we need. And that, I think, is how we're going to pull off the score of a lifetime. There's only one thing in the interim, and I admit, you know, I'm, I'm more to blame for this bit than, than anyone else. And whoever left that curt note in the, uh, in the frying pan, I take your point about the kippers. doesn't make for the nicest environment in here, and it, it's also, um, it's not much of a front, is it? I mean, no one works here, evidently. We've never had a customer even so much as look at the window, let alone come in, so... Uh, this seems like a pretty thin cover story. I reckon we should hire someone to start actually selling antiques out of this place. Make it a more legitimate interest for us to hide behind. Thoughts? Will we not need some antiques to, to sell? Well, I think I think the place is full of antiques. I'm scared that you might have disassembled some of them to make your mechanical man, but... Just there was stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> Could have got those from anywhere. But like basically when we got here it wasn't the stock that was gone it was the uh, whoever was working here who was gone into right. the afterlife. Right. So we we have the stuff here we might as well use it and really anything else. Really paying attention to the, yeah. the little details around here. But you're right this place is full of antiques. Why did you go for a grandfather clock for one leg and a carriage clock for the other by the way? I I was using what was lying around. If I'd had a couple of mannequin legs, I'd have used those. All right, just curious. Maybe we could get some mannequins. That's an idea. We could become a mannequin shop. Imagine that. All right, that's fine. Terrifying, terrifying. As as everyone sits with this, uh, frankly, horrifying idea, (laughs) the cogs in everyone's minds start turning to how they can... um, best accomplish their individual tasks and as the morning wears on uh, you all kind of head off to various um, locations to begin your investigations except for you Lilith uh, you want to head to the library first and it's not open today so you're hanging around with Casimir who announces his intention to try and make some inroads into this uh, new gang situation so at this point I think we can say goodbye to everyone except Casimir and Lilith and thank you very much for your time, folks. Bye, guys. See you later. Oh, I miss Be you. Ta-ta. Off you go. Off you go. Bye, I say, and then my head, the ex- my head explodes in sparks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not another one. I say, and I storm out. So, Casimir and Lilith, now that, um, now that the others have all headed off on their various assignments, Casimir, your mind turns to the old train yard where uh, the, you, these whispers of a new gang famed for their brutality 
uh, appear to have set up shop. The old train yard is in Coleridge, which is a vast industrial part of Volisport, and this disused train station is languishing, you both know, since the newer and better connected Gaddock station, which is in a nice bit of night market, which is the region that um, Eleanor's largely legal antiques is in, was constructed, so it is very much um, going to ruin. I don't want to dictate to you, but I would imagine maybe we'd be heading over that way. Yeah, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to offer um, Lervis some potted mackerel. So I, I try it. I, I've not tried uh, some of the delicacies of bolus port, so I try it, and then kind of like <laughs> strong, but it's good. It's good. Cool. Yeah. Take level two harm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not really. So, uh, are you up to much? Well, I want to go look up this demon thing, but library's not open at the moment, so I can't really get into my academic studies for that right now. So, Perfect. I'm free at the moment. Great, because uh, I was thinking maybe you and I could go over to uh, the old rail yard, maybe um, do a bit of glad handing, make some new acquaintances, see about picking up that muscle. What do you reckon? Sure. Right. I mean, cool. better with, like, see-through people than big brutes, but I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give no, it a see, go. This is why you're perfect, mate, because, you know, I can walk the walk and talk the talk with uh, the roughs and toughs of, of Volusport, but, look, if I tell them we're going in, we're going to do this job, it's highly risky, and there's spooks, they're not going to take me seriously on that second part. You show up, you maybe show them what you can do, we got some people who are paying attention. Okay. okay. Very Great. nice. Finish your mackerel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you finished in the one. Ins- um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Not bad, actually. Yeah. Thank you. It grows on you, and now something's growing in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, you head on over to the old train yard in Coleridge. It doesn't take you too long to get there. It's a it's a brisk walk. Um, as you make the journey, you notice the cramped buildings of Volisport that, like around you, are all crowded in and stuff. They they actually start to thin out and get replaced with sort of broader, squatter, more industrial uh, buildings, larger, emptier roads, um, chimneys some of which are pumping out smoke and some of which just stand empty because a lot of these factories and a lot of the area around here has has gone to ruin. You approach the the area known as the Old Train Yard, which is uh, bordered around with a very, very dense um, chain-link fence. As you're kind of rounding the corner towards it, Kazmi, you spot a familiar character. It is someone who you know from the criminal scene, don't know very well, um... And you know them as a by reputation as a sort of stern and slightly joyless fellow. It's Adric who belongs to the Billhooks. And you turn into the same street and you look at each other and realise, oh, you might be going the same way. So, Casimir. Where are we? Alright. Right, Casimir, how have you been keeping? Not too bad, you know. Hurts when it rains. And who's this? Oh. oh. Forgive me. Hi, I, I am Lilith. Nice to meet your acquaintance. Yeah. Likewise. He sort of dusts off his hand a bit. It's a bit grimy and goes for a handshake. I, I shake his hand. Cool. What brings you uh, so far from your usual haunt? What are you doing out here? Oh, just um, 
Heard there was a new outfit around these parts. Figured we'd, um, you know, make our acquaintance. I suspected as much. I'm here on the exact same duty. New gang pops up. Well, the Billocks don't like that, so I'm here to uh, just make it plain to whoever this is that uh, if they want to operate illegally in Volisport around these parts, that's fine, but we need to get our beak wet. We need uh, you know, our end kept up, if you know what I mean. Interesting. Anyway, um, I ain't been here before, though, so uh, I wonder what the way in is. <laughs> as you... Um, as you all stare about this empty street that is bordered on one side by this very high, very tightly meshed uh, metal fence, you notice um, a tiny girl, a sort of waif, uh, is kind of like hunched up, uh, leaned against the, the metal fence. And this Casimir... At, um, strikes you as a potential way in the same thing occurs to Adric because it's not uncommon for gangs who don't want to take the heat and exposure of, of doing their criminal you know, doings out in the open will pay some of Volusport's impoverished uh, youngsters to basically carry messages be doormen basically that sort of thing for the gangs I've, I'm going to nudge Lilith and go that's our in look okay okay I can start wandering over. As we're doing that, I kind of just want to sort of watch the the waif to see if she does any sort of like, you know, like hidden like tic tac kind of signs. Whether she's communicating with anybody. Yes, very very smart. Cool. Make me a well, yeah. Roll me for that. Um, that'd probably be study, I reckon. Which is something I've only got one d six in. But I rolled a six. Hey. Ooh. Yeah, Kazmi, you get a perfect read on uh, this waif. And the perfect read that you get reveals to you that she is not passing any sorts of messages. In fact, um, her gaze appears just to be stared pretty fixedly uh, on the ground in front of her. And at the sound of your approaching footsteps, she sort of looks up to stare with some sort of like big, mournful, watery eyes at, at, at all of you as you approach but her hands stay crossed, uh, her her feet stay, you know, kind of, kind of all bunched in. She, If there are any signals that she's giving, well, she's not giving off any signals. She's giving Lilith the signal that she's sad and Lilith really wants to hug her. <laughs> okay. Like Lilith is just standing there going... <laughs> I'm going to pull out uh, like a bread roll or something similar from my jacket. Some food item, not fish. And just sort of bracing myself on my, my sort of makeshift cane. I'm going to lean down and offer it to her. Hey, Anna. She looks up and goes, Thank you. You're welcome. She talks she talks exceptionally quietly. Thank you. She sort of takes the bread and just start, you, starts... You, um... Munching her way through it. You've been here long? Few, few, few weeks. Right. You... S- Do you see many people coming and going? Some. Right. And um, when they come and go, which way do they go? They they take a normal path? Don't worry. It's not a trick. Are you here on business? That's right, yeah. Oh. What's the business? We heard there are some... Uh, 
some new folks in town and we wanted to say hello. Maybe make some new friends. And what's your business? Uh, she's looking now up at Adric, uh, who stands there with his hands on his hips and he says, My business is, I'm from the Billhooks, who perhaps you've heard of us, and I want you to run along and tell whoever's in charge that if you want to operate in our territory, it's going to cost you, or else the Billhooks are going to get very, very unfriendly. She sort of like cowers a little bit and is eating her bread. She finishes it actually. She has a tiny belch. <laughs> uh, and then in um, uh, and then she sort of she like gets up, sort sort of stands up. She's wearing like a sort of long dress, kind of little raggedy dress thing. Uh, and she looks up at Adric, and in one smooth uh, motion, she bounds up to him and wraps uh, around his throat and from somewhere that you didn't notice before produces just a little switchblade and just gets him in the neck over and over again um, he sort of slumps down to the ground and face plants right between you uh, and she gets off um, she's covered in blood uh, and she looks up at you both and says we should go before he Dies. I agree. Yeah, you, you've you've got some red on you. Um, oh. let, yeah, let's go. Blood, it's blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepy. And yeah, she uh, <laughs> she, she sort of toddles along a little way uh, along this this fence and finds a link that looks exactly like all the others. But when she pulls on it, it just kind of peels away to reveal the path, and she ducks under it, lifts it up for you both. You, you best come. Okay, I follow her, wondering why in this town the only children I have met are ghosts and murderers. <laughs> well, I blame the social education policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow as well. Cool, great. Uh, you are now um, within the train yard. As you sort of briskly walk away, you can hear behind you, slightly distantly, the noise of a loud bell. Dong! Which signals, as you both know, that the um, the spirit wardens will be en route soon to collect the body of someone who recently departed and to destroy that body before any ghosts can get out. But luckily you are moving away from the scene um, uh, fast enough that that won't be a trouble for you. You, you move out into the train yard. Uh, it is uh, like a series of train tracks leading up to a, a vast train shed. And on these tracks, some of them are still clear. Most of them, however, are full of freight carriages that have rusted to the tracks and the tracks themselves have, have kind of seized up. The like, carriages and trucks that all look disused, some of them have actually sort of fallen or been tipped off of the railings and are kind of lying all higgledy-piggledy, kind of cratched up on each other. Uh, you get the impression that this place hasn't really been used in a proper sense for, for several years. It looks like you're heading to, towards that big train shed, but actually, at, at the last minute, the, the little girl who's leading you, she sort of ducks in a different direction and actually goes into a toppled-over train carriage that's kind of lying on a slant. And she opens the door um, at one end of it, which is you know, kind of sideways, and climbs in there and beckons you both to follow. Let's follow. I, I go in after her. Or... Yep. Casimir, would you like to go first, seeing as you're doing most of the talking and I'm the kind of like, ta-da! <laughs> Let's walk in together. Okay, okay, we go in together. 
cool. Inside this uh, train carriage, um, most of the seats have been pulled up, like off of the floor, and have been um, re-welded or rearranged to the onto the walls to to make kind of bunk beds. And there are some hammocks and some ropes also kind of strung. There's like a, a washing line and lying in some of the beds or or just kind of hanging about are a whole bunch of other children and at the far end of this train carriage behind a little desk sits um sits a little boy who's kind of like sat sat there with his with his arms crossed and he looks at the door and uh he eyes you both as you you know you both have to sort of crouch as you're stood up and he looks at you both and says um voice uh. <laughs> who are you then <laughs> what do you want straight to the point I like it my name's Casimir this is Lilith hello and, uh, listen we heard there was a new gang in town and uh, we wanted to say hello make our acquaintance and uh Maybe see if you're interested in a little bit of work together. Because, uh, don't know if you're aware, but gangs in Volusport, they tend to either leave you alone or come mess about in your business. The billocks have already come uh, come knocking. His eyes briefly dart towards the little girl. Any sort of clocks that she's covered in blood. And, um, well, clearly you're all capable, so we're not here to underestimate you, but... There are bigger and nastier gangs out there than the Billocks who might come uh, try and take a, a piece out of you. So, what I'm offering is a bite at a pretty big prize. Cut from this could be enough to set you up quite nicely for some time to come. What kind of prize are we talking about? Well, we can save the particulars for once we've hashed out an agreement, but let's just say we're after something... Um, pretty big it's going to be a pretty dangerous score not going to lie to you but there's one thing my associates and I lack and that is muscle we need people to go in loud go in hard and hit our target to the extent that they uh, they fall down and they don't cause any trouble before they even know what's hit them based on your um, your lookout here and her particular skill set, I'd say you're the right people for the job. Muscle? Yeah. We've got muscle. Yeah, you have. I think it's time we did some proper introductions. Uh, and he steps out from uh, around the back of the desk and sort of strides forward, like, in a sort of diminutive way. Uh, very straight back, almost like a kind of military march. He stands out and extends his little hand uh, to, to you, Casimir, and then to you, Lilith. My name's Bug. Bug. And, nice and to this meet you. here is the lair of the gut cutters. Welcome. Excellent name. Love the name, yeah. I want to give him, like, when I take his hand, uh, I want to give him, like, uh, like maybe clasp his forearm in a sign that, like, I, I'm assuming there's sort of like a, a, a handshake hierarchy among the criminal elements of Volusport. Sure. I want to greet him, like, I want to give him the handshake equivalent of, like, Treating somebody as as a yeah as an equal and somebody I respect. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's that's fine. So, what kind of handshake is it? 
It's so, sort so of just like gra- grab up to the elbow. Instead of shaking his hand, yeah, we both just like clasp each other's forearms. It's like a mm. bam. He looks down um, appreciatively at this gesture and says, um, "So, um, let me recap, if that's all right." Oh, um, Mumbles, take a seat. Uh, the little girl, um, sort of wanders over and, uh, you know, takes sits. She sits down in a hammock, uh, starts sucking. I thought actually just watching the conversation play out. Um, have a seat. And he offers you two seats kind of behind his desk. They're tiny. They're like, you know, primary school chairs. Yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. your knees are like up kind of round <laughs> your waist when you sit down. It takes me a while to lower myself into it, but I, sure, I do it. Sure. Bug sort of watches you slightly impatiently, Casimir, with a look as if to say, come on, granddad. But he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I give him an indulgent smile. Like, So you need our muscle. And you mentioned potentially some financial inducement. Mm-hmm. I say so. If this score comes off. I'll be honest, it sounds like a lot of what-ifs. That's not a no. It's just maybe, um... Maybe you could help us out up front, as it were. A, uh... A test of our quality as a means of engaging your services, I take it. Something like that. How's this sound? One. Or should I say two. Coin. Two coin. You pay us two coin right now. Two. You help us out with a little problem we've been having. Okay. What's the problem? Uh, he sort of gestures expansively round at the train yard. As you can see, this... It's a paradise. We live as kings. Who would not wish to avail themselves of these incredible amenities? However, we live so well here because, well, there's still one rail into this place that is actually used for freight. And we steal what we can off that train. And that keeps us well fed. And that keeps us happy. And that gives us everything we need to go about our business, which at the moment is, um, well, it's mostly protection rackets. But we are looking to expand into gaming and um, and a few other uh, avenues. Um, isn't that right, Thistle? A little boy uh, who's sat at the corner with some like little round glasses um, and he's kind of like hunched over like a big financial ledger, sort of just looks up and he nods. Right, you are, boss. <laughs> and... Um, continues problem is they're thinking of closing that one rail line which supplies all of our humble needs and they're closing it because that news train station up at Gaddock they're getting a new train yard they're building it right now and it's going to put our den very much out of business so what I was thinking is maybe if you Wreck up that building works. Delay things a little bit. Well, that would be a big favour to us. Okay. I look at Lilith and say, well, let's see what my associate says. Well, I don't mind as long as we don't, you know, we've got to, we've got to do it quietly. I don't think we want any if more like. eyes on us, but I don't, I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, a lot can happen to a train yard. 
I mean, sure, things can get messed up. Construction can be pushed back by a couple of weeks, but sometimes, when there are really bad accidents, stuff lingers, you know? Ghosts get drawn to a place. It gets a reputation for being a bit unapproachable, as it were. So, let's see. Pay you to coin, or uh, keeping your train yard going. Money's cheap, mate. I think we'll take the work. Very nice. Uh, He spits in his hand. Yeah, I just sh- I don't ghost contract him. I just shake his hand. <laughs> cool. I was just wondering if there's anything okay. we need to hold him to. Ooh. Yeah. If I if we do this job, yeah. you're in you're in for our score. All right. Yeah, deal. If it goes well, yeah, to our satisfaction. Yeah. All right. It's binding, mate. I stick my hand out. On your hand, presumably, there's kind of the first kind of hint of some vapour. It's it, yeah. It's clear that he's entering into something slightly arcane. Yeah. Uh, but Bug does not hesitate at all. He just grasps your hand and shakes it. Uh, and as the mark appears on his hand, um, he looks at him. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> well, Will I die if we break up? Promise. Maybe. <laughs> nice. Man, Bug just doesn't care. Does not um, at all. They yeah. They're just so cool about death. And this is just <laughs> terrifying. Can um, we make the, the the thing a little bat? Like a little little bat that's just on his hand. Yes, yeah. There's a little bat. Oh nice! Matron in the old place says I wasn't allowed to get a tattoo. Not till I was big. Well, well where is she issue. now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to show her this though. Well, she wouldn't be able to see it anymore, would she? Anyway, I don't mind how you go about this. Um, <laughs> just so long as it gets done. Savvy, right. I think we have a deal. Lovely, very good. Uh, and he taps the desk. Um, Take Mumbles with you if you want. I don't mind. With pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yep, the little girl just kind of hops off. Uh, she um, she takes out her knife that she used to to kill Adric and just gives it a wipe on the hammock um, appraises it folds it you know back in sort of switch blade uh, and yeah and it sort of disappears back up a, a sleeve and she looks at you expectantly yeah do you want to come along help yeah. us out okay that's my job yes okay let's nice go alright um, it seems like we are about to exit free play and enter a score potentially mm. um, so why don't we go through the checklist you are aiming to sabotage uh, you know interpret that however you will you're aiming to halt construction sabotage this train yard uh, across town six styles of plans are assault deception stealth occult social and transport do you have a, a strong feelings now about about what the main method of uh, attack will be here I'm gonna make a play for a cult okay I honestly think Lola should go full spooky and okay <laughs> I mean, if we smash it up, then mm-hmm. it's only going to stop them for so long. If it's mm-hmm. cursed, it's going to take a lot longer for them to even summon the, the courage to go back in, let alone solve the problem. Okay. Okay. So the detail I need for an occult score, we've not done one of these before, is the arcane method. Okay. Which I suppose is open to interpretation. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> 
ghosts. We could just leave it there if you like. Yeah, okay. yeah. ghosts. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to tie you down to like a particular thing too early, do we? Okay. Uh, character loads. How are you going in? Heavy. Normal. Heavy and normal. Oh, actually, um, you know what? Sod it. I'll go heavy as well. I'll go cool. heavy. Uh, Mumbles, is, I think, is going to have to go light. Um, just you know, because you can't carry very much. <laughs> right. Let's get on with the engagement roll. So. In accordance with your new skill, you now get. Is this? The, I, I think this counts as a clandestine score, uh, doesn't it? So yeah, sure. In addition to your one D for sheer luck, let's add another dice. Early doors. So you've Delicious. Got two. Brilliant. Is this particularly bold or daring? It doesn't I, feel like it, really. I, yeah, I'm going to say no, just because you're looking to sabotage some building works. Um, <laughs> potentially, I mean. Presumably, whoever is funding these building works is, you know, quite serious, but you're not really tangling with them directly. So, no, we won't add a D for that. Does it expose a vulnerability or hit them where they're weakest? Probably not. Friends or contacts, can they provide aid? They already are, so yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cool. Well, that gives you three dice to the engagement roll. And let me also ask, I suppose, just because it's daytime while this is happening, but um, what time of day would you like to make this make this happen? What do you reckon? What do you reckon What's the here? spookiest hour? <laughs> Probably the hour of chains, isn't it? Yeah, um, um, I, yeah, I would say like 11 o'clock in the evening because it's always around that mid midnight time. Everyone's kind of like... Oh no! Everything yeah. at the stroke of midnight, blah, blah blah, and then past that, it's the spooky time that you know no one wants to be outside really. So, cool. If you just hear the wails from the building site at two o'clock in the morning, that's when the rumours start, and that's what we want. Yeah, nice. Okay, so we're looking to we're looking to curse this place. I'm going to roll the engagement now. Fingers crossed, I do better than I have ever done previously. Oh. It's a one and a three and a six. Oh. <gasps> Finally! <laughs> Finally. You're welcome. Okay, here's the situation as you go in then. As you approach the um, the new uh, construction works alongside um, Gaddock Station, again, there's a similar chain link fence to the one that surrounded the old rail yard. I guess chain link fence technology hasn't moved on so much in the intervening years. You easily and silently manage to cut your way through um, a few links and the three of you uh, sort of lead, lead through there. And you are able also to clamber up onto uh, a metal shipping crate and from here you have a commanding view of the construction works. And here's what you can see around you. In the centre, the sort of centrepiece of this construction work, is a turntable. Um, for trains, if you've seen one of these, you know this kind of slightly—I think it's a slightly old-fashioned now method of, um, mm -hmm. of you know, organising trains. But that's what it is. It's like a huge, 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 huge uh, merry-go-round almost for trains. It's got a track in the middle, and it spins inside of a, a large recessed space. There's a uh, wooden hut next to it, which looks like it's probably where the turntable is controlled from. Behind it, a train shed for storing trains that is half constructed. Um, the sort of foundations and the walls have been built, but it only has half of a roof. Around you, there are many carriages and coal trucks. Um, some of them are waiting on, you know, train track, 
um, that that has already been linked up to the main line, um, and some of them are just stored off the train tracks, uh, just waiting. You can even see what's what's in them. Uh, the coal, some of them coal trucks, some empty, some have coal, um, some are sort of large cylindrical trucks um, that are carrying leviathan distillate, which is a, a kind of oil used for heating, etc. What else can you see with your six from up here? You can see a water stop, which is uh, like a water tower, but, you know, the kind that are specifically used for, for trains. And I think that'll do it, except you can also see that just scattered around, because it's night, you can see the lantern light of uh, patrolling guards some of which uh, have dogs with them. Okay. That felt like a six engagement roll to oh, me. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know we definitely want to go for the spooky option, but there's also a lot of flammable things there. I mean, <laughs> Leviathan distillate, now, it's, now we can see it. Yeah. It's awfully tempting, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to give you one more thing as well that you can see, um, just to, you know, throw another potential puzzle piece in there, and that's a crane just because I had that written down but skipped over it when I read the list. Okie dokie. If I were to build a functioning train yard, what would I most want to work? The spinny bit down there. Mm-hmm. It not being flooded and mm-hmm. or it not being on fire. Mm-hmm. Having a functioning ground, quite important. Yeah. And obviously, no ghosts. Mm-hmm. So why not I... Uh, well, I go have a nosy at the old flammables, and you have a uh, little think about the old um, spectrals. Yeah. All right. So we've got Casimir going to investigate the flammable situation. Lilith going to investigate the spooky situation. She is the spooky situation. She is the spooky situation. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we're in the train yard. Casimir is heading off to investigate the things that explode. Lilith, you are mulling over options concerning ghosts because I believe it was mentioned that the plan is to try and curse this place. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, Mumbles is sort of stood with you still, Lilith, and looks up and says, What should I do? I reckon you should be... How many? How many guards are there? Well... How many lanterns did we spot on that six roll? On that six roll, yeah, you spotted. Uh, it's quite high a six. It is quite yeah. high a six. You spotted. Um, you spotted five lanterns, sort of roughly evenly spaced and moving in patterns around mm-hmm. the train yard. Okay, what I'd like you to do, Mumble. Mumbles. Yeah, Mumbles. Oh, mum. Sorry, my apologies. It's okay. I'd like you very quietly so people miss it so it's fine it's okay what I would like you to do is to study the guards work out their patterns okay and memorise their patrol routes and hey if there's if there's one or two that you think you could maybe take out stay away from the dogs though 
I think Kill the him. dogs. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Well, actually, no. Hold off. Hold off. Just, just learn the attacks now. For now. All right. The, learn the, the the patrol routes for now. Okay. Because we want to make some ghosts, but not yet. Okay. Can do. Okay. Can do. Okay. Lilith, why don't you make me a, a, a study roll for Mumbles? Okay, what, what's her study? What do you reckon? I reckon she's got one... I don't think she could possibly have more than one dot in study. Yeah. Um, but No more than me. <laughs> but, if you, but maybe you could help her. Maybe you could sort of uh, set her up with a, a crayon and a, and a piece of paper or, or something. So yeah, I give, to... I give her... Yeah, I've got some charcoal on me that I used to like kind of for my studies make quick sketches of places cool um, so I give her that um, so take one stress yourself Lilith um, yeah and uh, yeah she can roll and she can roll two 2d6 for okay. her study two and a six <laughs> two and a six okay great it's going to take her a, a little while because obviously she has to wait for everyone to finish a complete route but she diligently sort of sits down cross-legged on top of this shipping con- you know container that you that you all started on uh, and just starts sketching our routes nice work mumbles Casimir why don't we check in with you while Lilith continues to mull a ghostly option yes please uh, I would like to prowl uh, if I may over to the half-built train yard and specifically the carriages that are containing Leviathan Distillate. Okay, cool. Uh, yep, go for it. A three is my highest result, Luke. Okay, Johnny. That's... I mean, Casimir, that's that's fine. That's fine. The important thing is... The imp- it's not... It's not the adversity we face, it's how we rise to meet the challenge. Uh, cool. Uh, yes, you you drop down off of the um, the crate into a into a, a crouching position, leaning on your cane, forgetting that you've switched canes and the subtle nuances of muscle memory that you had associated with the previous one no longer apply. Uh, so as you crouch down, uh, like make your first jump off of that shipping container, you just stack it into another one and, and hit it with a loud clang and. Uh, you hear footsteps coming towards you uh, and from around the corner of this train carriage that you've blonged into uh, you can see a growing pool of light uh, as um, well I suppose as a guard come, as a guard creeps near you are moments away from um, from them coming around the corner okay and um, I'm going to start a clock what the hell oh no because yeah. <laughs> nearly discovered is kind of a bad consequence isn't it Yes, I'd say so. Yeah, but nevertheless, let's make it six pieces, and it is... It's just, it's a standard alarm is raised. Okay. Situation, and I'm going to fill in a piece. Great. Um, I would like to hide. Okay. Uh, Do you want me to make another prowl roll? Yeah, I think so. A five. Okay, very nice. Five success with a complication. Yeah, um, you basically the ca- the train carriage that you're in, uh, you're pressed up against it. When all of a sudden you feel it give behind you, uh, because you actually are pressed up against one of the one of the doorways. Uh, with a with a small hiss, uh, the door kind of tss, pneumatically just uh, sort of slides open, and you're able to just whoop, roll backwards 
inside a train carriage. You are not spotted, but um, from your crouched position inside the train carriage, you can see the light outside and you can hear the footsteps of a guard uh, basically walking up and down the length of the carriage trying to figure out. They're sure they heard something, mm. but um, but they, they can't figure out what. I'm going to tick another piece of pie for the complication. I, um, I look resentfully at my makeshift cane and then mm. kind of I realise it's not it's not the cane's fault. That was sloppy. Oh. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. At this point, why don't we jump back to Lilith? Okay. I would like to have a look out for some ghosts. Okay. In the shipyard already, so I'd like to kind of attune in. Yeah. And see what is here already, and if there's anything that we can use. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, go for it. Okay. Okay, it's a one and a six. One and a six. Well, forget that one. We take the six. <laughs> you get the... You feel a strong sort of spectral pull. Uh, it's as if there's a rope kind of tied around your waist that's just being sort of yanked in a particular direction. But, yeah, although you don't actually get yanked off anywhere, but um, it's just... It's sort of indicating a direction. Metaphorical. The turntable just feels like something's up with there. Something, something uncanny. Hmm. If you were, if you could see a heat map, if you had sorts of ghost vision, <laughs> if you were holding down L two, yeah, um, yeah, there, there would be a big the, glow. There's a glow, yeah, around the uh, a big like orangey glow, probably. Orangey glow, yeah. 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 Um, Okay, I would like to sneak my way down to the turntable though, then, because I think there might be something up with how it runs. Okay, cool. Uh, as you head off, Mumbles is just going to give you a little tug on your um, on your coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lilith says, "Should I come to you?" You know what? Yeah, you stick with me. Okay. She holds up, by the way, um, a her, her piece of paper which has color coded routes for all five guards you know kind of moving in closed loops that mm-hmm. uh, that when all put together circle the entire train yard the only one she doesn't have is one of the guards appears to have done some of their loop and then wander off on a bit of a tangent and that makes you think Lilith that possibly um, Casimir is in okay. uh, a degree of trouble but you do have these routes mapped out so that's going to make it a lot easier to avoid um, mm-hmm. detection as you go yeah, so make me that roll. You're taking Mumbles with you. And mm-hmm. we'll say you're doing this from a controlled position because okay. you have the use of that diagram. Okay, so does that mean I get an extra dice? It doesn't mean you get an extra dice, or... but um, it, it it modifies the potential bad consequences. Okay. It, make, it makes the bad less bad. Okay, so I'm sneaking good. down. Yeah. Um, Finesse and Prowler both one dot for me, so it's one, whichever one I choose to say. That's a six. <laughs> Very nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, really well absolutely today, so. carrying the, the team. <laughs> yeah, you um, you 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 sort of kneel down into a, into into a perfect crouch walk and just silently creep your way around around the carriages and trucks. Whenever you see the pool of light of a lantern or hear the kind of uh, sort of like sniffing a, a, of a dog, you consult your little diagram and 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 are able to weave it exactly the other way. You have to t- take quite a circuitous route. Um, around the place to get up close to the turntable, but you do manage it with um, with with mumbles with mumbles in tow. Uh, when you get up there, 
being in the middle of the of the train yard, this thing is ex- itself quite exposed. But uh, around the edge of the turntable, if you like, you there is a gap that leads down into the into the inner workings, I suppose, kind of mm-hmm. maintenance a maintenance route. Yeah, I want to get in that gap. Cool. I want to get in and under. Cool. No need to roll for that. You can you you and Mumbles just sort of slide slide down in there maybe um maybe she goes on your shoulders just as you, as you like duck down in there uh, at this point casimir trapped in the carriage with the, the guard outside patrolling up and down kind of confused. yeah i'm gonna gamble on this um luke i'm going to tick an item from my character list ace this item is fine cover identity oh okay and what I want to do is kind of with a silent prayer to who even knows um, just be like here we go I want to produce a pocket watch and just stare at it and absentmindedly with my cane just go bong on the wall and then resume just sort of standing there and wait for the guard to come to me yeah uh, well you don't have to wait very long Um, you hear a sort of gasp outside uh, and um, you hear a truncheon banging on the side of the, of the carriage and, who, who, who's there and the door sort of swings open the lantern comes in and a guard walks in Casimir they are holding a small sort of hand crossbow okay. kind of miniature crossbow uh, they see you and point it at you who are you 13 minutes I'm sorry what 13 minutes. 13 minutes and 12 seconds, to be precise. I've been in this train yard. That's how long it took you to find me. That is unacceptable. Uh, uh, I, 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 Save it. I reach into my coat and I pull out... I want to pull out sort of an official-looking badge. Be like, I'm an official safety consultant here, appointed by the council of six, to see how... Uh, the, uh, the security was faring up at the construction of the Gaddock Station train yard. And uh, suffice it to say, thus far, it is found to be lacking. This is a very important station. And uh, I think you know as well as I do that there are going to be people out there, Deathland stalkers and worse, trying to get into the fair city of Olisport and cause all sorts of mischief. Yes. And I happen to notice that you have some uh, flammables here as well as, no doubt, some highly sensitive uh, materials and, need I remind you, part of uh, the vital infrastructure of the entire city. This train yard, even though it's unoperational right now, needs to be better guarded. Well, it weren't my fault. Was it not? Well, no, I I didn't set the route. It's it's, it's Derek sets the route, so I I just... I, I, I was keeping I was keeping time. Uh, l- look, um, look. The thing is, it, look, sorry, I've I've a family. Uh, he, um, as as he sort of starts to stutter, he, um, have you handed him these credentials? Uh, uh no, I think it was sort of a flip and like a. Okay. Do you know I am, and then okay. like a. Okay. Okay. Um, you marked off a box of load for this. I feel like it it's, needs a roll. It's actually in italics, so it's not a. That's not a box of load. Oh, sorry, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm happy to make a roll. Should I do yeah. like a consort to kind of try and tie like, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're trying, yeah. 
I'm going to push myself. Cool. So, Two stress. Yeah, that puts me on five. All right, yum, yum, yum. Of nine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay, one of these dice is cocked. Okay. It came out as a one, but luckily there's a five in the mix. Terrific, yeah. Um, okay. Right, look, look sorry, it, it weren't much. Do you say you were from the Council of Six? I. Well, I, 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 we mostly only been dealing with with the Ive. You notice at this point, Casimir, that on his um, sort of lapel, uh, there is stitched the icon of a of a little little bee, and you recognise it as the symbol uh, of um, the Hive, which is an imperially recognised merchant guild. Uh, and that's in big air quotes, with many legitimate businesses and contracts, which tend to be cover for their more profitable trade in contraband and smuggling. But they're the closest thing that Volisport has to a sort of uh, official merchant's guild. Um, so this man would be one of their hired enforcers, a hive enforcer. And a very fine job they're doing, I am sure, but nonetheless the Council of Six has the right, and some might say the prerogative, to make affairs like this their beesness. <laughs> beesness. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Beesness. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. Excellent. <laughs> right. Well okay. I, I'm so, sir, I I I know you're about to give me a bollocking and look sounds like I deserve it, but I'm filing, I'm filing that one away. <laughs> That's quite alright, man. That's yours. You can use that free of, free of charge. It does sound no. a lot like business. It, it, it. That, that indeed was uh, was Jesus. the joke. Yeah. Now listen, you've apprehended the uh, the intruder, which, even though the time is not great, is uh, an important step to uh, proving your worth as a as a guarding force and uh, preventing any sanctions from the Council of Six. Uh, sanctions. Well, just potentially. Right. Like I say, I, this is I've an avoided them because yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm talking about the hive here not you personally all right right if right. anything if anything you're doing the best out of all the guards here yeah yes i mean you were the one who found me as whereas the other what three four oh uh tonight there's uh four others on yeah right right i mean they found nothing no i suppose i was the the fastest one uh, you, you might know. say sir that i certainly know my beesness <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good. I shall file that one, my friend. I shall file that one away. Uh, I was wondering now that now that my cover's blown, as it were, if you might not aid me in my um, just my inspection of uh, of of the train yard, sort of what's being kept here, whether there are any signs of tempering, that sort of thing. All routine, you understand. Well, but, I, I uh, why don't I round up the others? Bring them all. Bring them all to you. You can. Um, and, and we we can go through all of the. You can say to them what you just said to me. Oh, I'm sure that won't be necessary. Without tipping my hand, uh, and it is vitally important. I'm taking you into my confidence now that you do not communicate this to any of the others. But their portion of the test, shall we say, is ongoing. Oh, oh right. Okay. I'm not directly saying that I am. Uh, I was accompanied here this evening. However, we cannot rule that out as a possibility. Oh. It's like a game. How marvellous. Oh, all right, well, um, what would you like to see first? Those tanks over there. They look flammable. What is that? Oh, uh, well, I, I, I'm just a guard. I don't rightly know. But um, I imagine it'd be uh, Leviathan Distillate. 
Let's go take a look. All right. Yep. No, you, you, you're good. Carry on. You are going to head over there, and no need to roll for it, because you now have... You are now being escorted. Um, let's cut to Lilith and Mumbles. Okay, I would like to have a look around at the mechanisms and try and, you know, have, see if there's anything spooky going on, basically. Have okay. a close-up look. Okay, cool. Um... Yep. Um, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna stu- study study nice study the area. Okay, so that is a two and a four, a four, a four. So what are you specifically uh, looking for again? Is it is it specifically ghost ghostly things? Was it um, still or just just a general assessment of the? Um, what's going on? Well, like yeah, I, there is there is a big ghosty vibe here, and yes, I want right. to find out what is causing it and the just like okay yeah. so um, as you look around you're now in the inner workings of this large uh, turntable you're kind of stood on the edge of the underneath of it in front of you is a is a big metal uh, like column on which it is supported uh, and there are more metal columns around the edge there are um, a lot of uh, gears kind of around the around the edge of the circle and beneath you as well you can see the enormous workings basically that that make it turn uh, like a large metal rod coming in from from the side that's on on a cog up this way and then there's a cog up this way and the teeth mesh and and that makes the turntable turn basically and it is from the joining of those two cogs the point where they mesh that you are getting the strongest uh, ghostly reading hmm. and i tell you what that's where you're getting the strongest ghostly reading from. Uh, in fact, as you look at these cogs that are meshed, visible only to you, because you are attuning to this stuff, you see a hand, a kind of mangled up hand, kind of pop out from between the two gears and then kind of pull up a, like, a little face out of the cogs and it goes... In a way that is very loud to you, Lilith, but um, less loud to everyone else. But nevertheless, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know that sound by now. Yeah, we filled, we filled in a piece on the the alarm is raised. There's a ghost screaming. To okay. Everyone else. To everyone else, it, the sound is odd. Doesn't sound. It, the, okay, loud. there is a ghost trapped in there. Okay, I would like to compel the ghost. Um. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab. I've got a spirit bottle. I've got some spirit bottles. I'm gonna grab a spirit bottle, and I would like to try and compel the ghost into the spirit bottle and be like, "This is your escape." Like that's how okay. I'm wording it because it looks like yep. it is in much pain and it's trapped there by the gears. Cool. All right. Yep. Maybe that roll. Okay. The tune roll. <sighs> sounds important. Yeah. Two sixes. <laughs> Two sixes. That's a crit. 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 Yeah. A critical. I'm really liking my dice today. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my wow. god. Come through, Lilith's dice. So you you offer this this jar, um, to, which to the ghost doesn't really look like anything, but with a sort of focused effort of attunement, you just 
convey a sense of calm and the idea of release and safety uh, to this ghost and it stops its screaming and just seems to like just pop loose of the the gears that it was trapped in and just drift silently and effortlessly uh, into this jar and not only (laughs) not only have you now trapped it but you attuned so well with it that while it's in the jar you can still speak with it if you wish okay um like hi what is your name thank you that's that's okay i well i'm so sorry that must have been very painful it was awful is thank you is that how you passed how i passed oh yes absolutely so you you were stuck there is there anyone else like that in these buildings oh um industrial accidents you mean yeah oh well um i dare say uh i i wouldn't know um I mean, before I, I was killed myself, I, I had heard that there was a mishap at the crane and uh, rumours of something in the train shed as well, but uh, right. only rumours I couldn't confirm. The only thing I can confirm for sure is that I died here painfully in a workplace-related incident. You should maybe talk to someone about that, see if you can get some... Uh, <laughs> get something back from the council for that. I would dearly love that, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's hard to do that when you're a spirit trapped in the gears in which you were ground up in life. Okay. Well, able only to scream. What? Till you came along. I well, now that you. I've got you, where... Oh, thank you. Well, you know, now that I've got you, what would you... What would you like to do? Would you... Like to perhaps... Have some revenge on this place? I would like that very, very much. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep... I'm going to tuck you away safely. Thank you. But I will have a job for you later, and hopefully you'll, you know, you'll get some closure for it. It's so comfy and smooth in here. Thank you. That's all right. I do try and polish them as well as I can. I can tell. So, yeah, yeah. I want to make people... I want to make sure you're always comfortable in there, you know. It's not... It's not nice if there's a bit of grime on the inside. I can barely smell the last ghost who was in here. Oh, amazing. Good. Good, good. All right. I took him. Sorry, what was your name again? You never said. Oh, uh, Timothy. Timothy. Okay, Timothy. I'm going to tuck you away and keep you safe, all right? And then I'll call on you later. Yep, no worries. Timothy is tucked away. Uh, At this point, Casimir, why don't we jump back to you? Sure. I would very much like uh, the moment the guy turns around to start showing me to the um, to the the Leviathan yep. Disler, uh introduce him to my old friend Slumber Essence. Slumber <laughs> Essence. <laughs> Specifically, I have one vial of Slumber Essence that I can use for free, which is just nice. But uh, I'm going to um, I'm going to tick off a box of load for a blade or two. And say that actually, what I've got is a very small, almost like a fruit knife, that's just absolutely coated in slumber essence. Okay. So that as he turns, I want to be like, after you, mate, and then just like just nick his wrist, yep. and then just watch him. Glorious. Um, nice. I'm happy to prowl to. Sounds in, fair. To give him it's a, a nick. sneaky. It's a sneaky, sneaky. Oh, it's a six, is what it is. Yay! Excellent. Such great rolls today. 
yeah, as he turns away, he goes, it's just down here, I'll, I'll lead you to... And um, you, uh, as he reaches out his hand to pull the carriage door closed, you see your opportunity, Casimir, and just... Just cut it. Um, he, oh! What'd you do that for? And... Um, <laughs> donk! Hits the I... deck. With no complicating loud noise, just hits the deck. Oh, excellent. Okay. I was going to say, I'm like, I close my eyes and listen to the sweet music of somebody passing out and oh, hitting yeah. the it's floor. Still, it still sounds great. It's, it's, a, it's a soft crump. It's like, a, it's like snow falling off a bow into more snow. Great. Yes. Is this guy in a particular uniform? Well, I suppose you've only seen this one guard, so you can't really tell, but it looks quite uniformy. Okay. Um, mostly the top, which has the embroidered B. Yeah, uh, I should mentioned. very much like to pop that on, pop on his hat if he's yeah. got one, and take his lantern. Yeah, we're still riding off that six, so no need to roll for that. You, um, okay. what are you doing with the, uh, what are you doing with the shirtless, hatless? I suppose I should body. stash him in a carriage. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You could stash okay. him in the carriage. Okay. You would, you would, you're just by if you like. Okie dokie. Yeah. Cool. Now about making a. a a slow but eventually catastrophically dangerous Leviathan distillate leak, please. Okay. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. You're heading over. I suppose. Are we back to sneaking? How are you? How are you doing this? Are you strolling over to the tanks? Yeah, I'm now walking as if I'm a guard walking a route. Mm, no, that, I think that's fine. Yeah, you yeah? you you okay. stroll on over to the uh, to the to the distillate tanks, and you are now in front of them. They are great. Big. I would very much like to. Um, if there is, is there a valve or something on there? For sure. How else do they get the distillate in? Well, quite. Let's just. It's on the top. Off. I will say that it's on the top of this like large cylindrical thing. It's yeah, kind of like, a, like a, a, a funnel. Okay, that's fine. How? Okay, is there a ladder up there at all or anything? Yeah, there's a ladder on the side of the uh, on the. The side of the okay. tanker. I'm going to tick another box of load to produce some tinkering tools. Mm, okay. Because um, what I would like to do is open the valve so it starts to leak and then break the valve so it doesn't stop leak. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Great. Cool. Make, me a, uh, make me a tinker roll for that. Or, well, I mean, you name the roll, but <sighs> it's if you're using tinkerer's tools, then... Yeah, then it probably would be tinker, wouldn't it? I mean, okay. uh, or, or arguably finesse. That's uh, up to you. Fin- I do. I mean, I do have a dot in finesse, so obviously I would like to use finesse because this is fine manipulation. Yeah, sounds yeah, fine okay. to me. All right, I'm, I'm persuaded. Safer. May I have a devil's bargain, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you may. Um, let's see. What shall we do? Um, let's say that you can add an extra dice to this but um, for sure your tinkerer's tools are going to fall into the tank which means not only will you lose them so minus your tinkerer's tools yep there's the chance and I'll do this on a fortune roll myself there's a chance a one two or three on the fortune roll if this comes off that uh, the gang takes plus one heat because th- when forensics get to this ultimate explosion, they will find uh, these distinctive tinkerer's tools and know it was sabotage. We have an accord. Cool. 2d6. Yep. 
a four. Four. Fantastic. Okay. Um, yeah, you whip out those Tinkerer's tools. You open the, the this valve at the top. It's a good job you brought the Tinkerer's tools because um, to get into it, it's one of those... You know on electronics you get those, like a special kind of screw thing? It's like a pent- yeah. pentagonal yeah. Uh, sort, sort of thing. Uh, you need a spudger and, uh, and like specific equipment to get into this. It's non-standard. But the Tinkerer's tools include that. So yeah, you, you work your way in. You create this leak. Um, distillate starts just sort of slowly streaming in a, in a small trickle down the side of the tanker uh, with a kind of hissing noise. Uh, it's dark, but you can see in what moonlight there is that it's that it's dark red and and looks very gothic and freaky. And then you use your tinkerer's tools to just break the thing so that um, so it doesn't work. But as you do it, your tinkerer's tools slip inside the hole that you're trying to seal up. Maybe your hands are all oily, and yeah, you, you, you hear a, a faint splash, and then a moment later, a dunk, as, as your kind of wrap of tools just kind of hit the bottom of this um, thing. Um, I'll tell you what, seeing as you did what you wanted, let's make that. So one, two, or three, one plus heat for the gang. Four, five, or six, no extra heat. So three, plus one heat. Okay, cool. well, sorry. I mean, my other die on that roll was a three, so I'm still quite happy with that devil's bargain. <laughs> cool, good, good stuff. Yeah, that works. You've you've set this you've set this uh, you've set this trickle going. Tremendous. It's not going to stop. I pause for a moment to think how glad I am that that shirtless man I dumped in the carriage is in a fireproof carriage, so that if he's never mentioned again for the rest of the session, at least we don't have to worry about him burning to death. <laughs> Just on the yeah. off chance flashback sure. <laughs> <laughs> I fireproof the carriage yeah, yeah. knowing what I'm about to do you don't need to take any stress for that Kazmir. wonderful it's, 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 it's kindness yeah good cool <laughs> before we get any more meta um, why don't we jump back to actually no Casimir let's stay with you for a moment because just where are you where are you heading next what's the next stage which way is the trickle spreading is it sort of going toward the back of the, the shed? Is it sort of back toward the um, the carousel? Um, it is he- it is trickling down um, towards the half-finished train shed. Okay. Then I should very much like to um, to go over to the train shed, and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pop the lantern on the floor and just open its little door. Very nice. I'm um, pop it like sort of mid, like right in the middle of the train shed. Okay. So, uh, just we've just got some time to encompass. Obviously, like you wouldn't normally have to roll for just putting a lantern on the floor, but just make me a roll that encompasses the getting over there and and everything else. Um, I'm gonna prowl this. Yeah, because, I mean you you are yeah. back. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are still a lot of guards around, and you don't have the crayon drawing. I don't. <laughs> It was a six, and then it hit my pencil and rolled onto a five. Oh, dear. Oh, boo. Okay. All right. Tell you what. Yeah, you make it uh, You make it over um, undetected, so you don't even have to uh, find out whether or not your disguise would hold up um, against, this, uh, against, against this gang. And you make it into the half-finished uh, train shed. You are stood in one of the many arches that where the trains go to bed. Uh, when they're tucked up for the night, uh, there's no train in your one. Actually, screw it. I want a train. There is a there's a Yay! great big brilliant old steam train in your one. It's Ooh. gorgeous, and it is easy enough for you to put the lantern on the floor, 
pop it on its side, leave the thing open, and just stroll away. As you are strolling away, you faintly hear some voices carrying from the next room, uh, and they sound, um, not to put too fine a point on it, quite a lot posher than the other voices that you've heard so far. It sounds a little bit like the sound of drunken revelry. <laughs> of course, you never. Next time I saw, next time I saw him, he didn't know where to look. <laughs> so, if I do nothing, we're looking at the death of some very posh and possibly influ- influential people on my hands. Is that the vibe we're getting? That's the vibe we're getting. Yes. <laughs> I go. Ugh. I want to move the lantern back at a dozen foot to give myself a little bit more time sure okay but uh, uh, I'm gonna go investigate the sound of the voices sounds good um, I'm going to start another clock which is the countdown to explosion um, the tr- this 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 marks the trickles route yep. towards towards the shed it's a four piece clock Ooh. and I'm filling in a quarter Ooh. yeah because they're not very far away in my mind anyway yeah so you're going to investigate um no need to roll for this. Uh, you you slip through a door in the in the train shed into the into the next compartment, and it's very long because this is again where the trains go to sleep. There's no train in this one, but there's a there's a table set up down the end of this long sort of uh, tunnel that you are that you are stood part way down, and you can see uh, three posh looking old folks. They've got you know. We're talking powdered wigs and and, and and stuff. They're a bit sort of judgy, and they are all dressed in very fine and fancy breeches, but all a different shade of yellow, which is kind of the trademark of of the hive. And as you just stare and watch them for a bit, you you get the impression that these are probably some of the uh, some of the gaffers, some of the um, some of the hive members who perhaps showed up earlier today to do an inspection and make sure that um, construction was proceeding apace. And then, well, what's this? One of them happens to have a bottle of port on them. It would be rude not to. I'm not too keen to get home to the wife myself, so why not? Why not a glass or two? It's one of those situations, and they're having a little, they're having a little bit of a piss up. Do I just leave them to die? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how am I going to clear this lot out? Okay, At Lilith. this point, Lilith. Well, Lilith actually wants to go to the train shed because Timothy mentioned that there was an accident there, so Timothy she wants did. to try and round up some more ghosts. Yep. And it's easier for her to get to the train shed from there rather than going all the way up the crane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she she heads towards uh, the crane shed, sneaking along with a little map with uh, with Mumbles alongside. Yeah, um, I tell you what, you're going there to look for one more ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so make me make me a roll that encompasses both the getting there, for which you have Mumbles and the crayon drawing, so you're mm-hmm. not in too much danger there, and the scanning for ghosts and attune okay well, shall I roll with two dice then for that attune it feels like it's probably yeah yeah, yeah. case okay. made yeah okay two and a five yeah no worries <laughs> you know what actually something very similar happens um, you you manage to sneak on up to the to the train shed 
you also, Lilith. So the geography of, of this is, uh, imagine three tunnels in a row. Uh, the rightmost tunnel, as you're facing the front of this construction, is where Casimir first came in. The middle tunnel contains the Hive senior um, you know, members of, members of the guild having a, a little bit of a piss up, and then on the leftmost, that's the one that that you that you come into. So, Casimir, okay. you're currently in the middle one, and Lilith, you're currently in the in the one on the left. And um, uh, as you get into this one, yours has a train in it as well. It's another great big beautiful train, uh, shiny and new, never been used. And um, from the I don't know what I only know the word cowcatcher for this. Uh, you know the yeah pointy yeah, cowcatcher yeah, 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 the cowcatcher the cow the, the the cowcatcher on the um, that feels like either an Americanism or a Britishism, but I don't know which. But it's the, it's the, for anyone who doesn't, you know, it's the this the, bit, the, the pointy bit, on the, front. the grill. It's the, the bit that catches buster. cows. Yeah, the bovine buster. Yeah, it pushes them out the way off the track. Yeah, exactly. So. On the the cow catcher on them. on the front of this one. Um, <laughs> actually, just something very similar happens to uh, to last time, Lilith. You 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 crouch walk into the train shed, and from the cow catcher on the front of this train, there's a. Okay. And I'm going to fill in another. You're now four out of six on alarm is raised because you can hear the revelry in the next Uh. tunnel. Briefly pause. You you hear something. And they go back to party. Okay, I would like to compel this ghost into my other spirit bottle if possible. All right. right. Next ghost. (laughs) Collecting ghosts. That was a fine meal. Let's have you're, a. You're not. You're not going to believe me, but it's another two six. <laughs> Yay! Woo! <laughs> Tremendous! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Um. The 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 sort of crunched up ghost uh, of a of a of a woman in overalls. Um. Okay. Sort of drifts out, and at first she looks like she's in agony, but then as you're lilting reassurance again she just sort of straightens up and just softly drifts over into the bottle and again you can talk to this ghost as well even though it is trapped in a bottle and it says to you thank you so much oh that's absolutely fine i'm so sorry what happened to you well they were running the first test of the train and um uh and well the thing got a little out of control they put a bit too much uh stoking behind it and well it it ran me over i got run over by the train and all mangled up in the cow catcher um of course next thing i know i'm trapped as a spirit mangled up inside that cow catcher they covered it all up so the spirit wardens never came to get my body and well that that that's been me really ever since gosh how long ago was that well, that was a... Uh, oh, gosh. Well, it's hard to keep track of time, you know, when you're trapped in a shed and screaming in pain in the in the front of a train. Very true. But, but I would... I guess I would estimate... Oh, it's been at least a few weeks. Okay. Um, well, what, what's... Sorry, what's your name? Marge. Let me get your name. Marge. Okay, Marge. Well, I've got another friend. I've made another friend here who's, oh, who's is that... also... Hello. Hi, this is this is Timothy. Hello. Yep. Timothy, this is Marge. Hello. Um, yes. I, you, I... You've... You've both been um, through a lot it's recently. It's nice to meet you. Uh, you too. And uh, basically, um, Marge, T- Timothy 
is very upset with the people here who have who have you know let his spirit be trapped here. And well, he's not I, the only one. Yeah, I think you you both have every right to be angry, and I I would like to help you sort of settle a score if you, if you would like to do that. Yes, please. Okay, excellent, excellent. I would like I I pop them away. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna tuck you away. Just just you know, breathe easy for now, but know that you know. You're gonna, you're gonna have your little bit of revenge. I, I have an idea. What's that? Let me know, Marge. Well, um, once you cross over to the other side, um, you learn a little bit more about why exactly they're so keen to do away with spirits in this, uh, in in Volusports. And um, well, now now that I am a ghost, I I do, you know, feel a little bit of what I suppose you might call uh, treme- tremendous destructive power. Um, right. Uh. The, the thing is that um, being caught between the planes, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, I I have, well, if I really exert myself, I can cause a, a larger tear in the fabric of reality and, um, well, let through some really old ancient ghosts. It's a little hard to do by myself, but I, I think with, uh, with Timothy, was it? Yes, yes, Timothy, it was, yes. I, I think with, it's nice to meet you, by the way. Is there, um, you, you're, um, you, you're so polite and nice. Oh, thank you. Just, uh, uh, just how I was raised. They're uh, getting on famous. Um, I, I would be happy to, um, I'd be happy to assist you. Uh, uh, I, I know what you mean. I, I reckon between us, with our, with our, with our, our, uh, our spectral forces combined, if you like, we could create a, a sizable tear and let something through. Okay. Um, you two, that that sounds absolutely brilliant. I love the ideas that we're spitballing here and. You know what? I think Marge. Yeah, we have we have landed on one. Uh, see, yeah. Uh, the, these people basically they need to pay. I I was just having a little look around here just because I've you know sent some ghosty things and I found some seriously criminal negligence when it comes to not only their living staff but also the the spirit staff. You know, you you guys should have been helped by the spirit wardens you should be yeah let's do this let's do this okay um well uh, where do you want to do it do you want to do it right here um well i can hear some kind of revelry so i i would like to um have a little bit of a peek if i can into the the other tunnel and kind of try and gauge what's happening yeah, um, Casimir, to your immense surprise, opposite from you, uh, you see another metal metal door um, on the other side, which would just go, just very hard to detect. And you just see a little hooded figure point out, and you recognise it's Lilith, and you 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 meet eyes, you make eye contact across the uh, across okay. the length of this this large corridor. Where where are the 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 poshos in <laughs> relation to where we are they are down uh they are down the end of this um particular uh train carriage They're, not so train carriage sorry down the end of this brick corridor for for, for all intents and purposes right. lilith from your point of view they are on your left casimir from your point of view they are down on your right okay okay and so i kind of like signal to casimir Next tunnel over. Next tunnel over. Good job Casimir knows you quite well because he does interpret those signals as mm-hmm. next tunnel over. 
<laughs> I start making my way. Yep. Yeah. Um. I. No need to roll for this, uh, Casimir. You're okay. you're sneaky enough, and they're the, th- the three people at the end of the tunnel are distracted enough. Two of them are facing away from you, and the other one is is doing some sort of impression. So it, <laughs> yeah, you're they're distracted. Okay. Ooh. Right, Casimir. Good news. Um, I found us some help, uh, and I produced the two spare bottles. I'm like, this one's Timothy, and this one is Marge. Hello. Both. Both of them. Uh, this is this is Casimir. You won't be able to talk to each other, but j- just just know that I'll 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 translate. Don't worry. Marge here, uh, sadly died due to the negligence of the workers uh, running a train into her. And Hello. Timothy, the Timothy, jar pipes oh, yeah, but not that. And and Timothy here. Um, Hello. Uh, he he got crushed by the the mechanisms of the turntable. Oh dear. Uh, so and they've both been kind of trapped there because they didn't let the spirit wardens get them. Mm. So they've been in agony for a while. Probably in need of some revenge then. Yeah. Marge's mm. got a fantastic idea. See, she's been able to tap into, you know, the um, spirit world and maybe can open a larger tear and bring some more spirits this way. This is so perfect. Great, great. What what have you been up to? Because I think you know, if we time it just right with some, well, I I have a feeling you've been up to something. Because well, now you mention it, the the uh, the whole place is going to go up in flames in in a couple of minutes. Okay, all right. Okay, and, um, so yeah, then there's going to be an almighty explosion, huge. Well, I think mm. what would be quite good, yeah, is if we start a little tear, yeah. Some spirits start leaking in. Yep, people yep. start panicking. Yep. And then the explosion happens because Perfect. then it looks like the explosion is because of the angry spirits. That's yeah. Um, sooner rather than later, I think. Okay. Um, we are in considerable danger, as I as I'd put it. Okay. At the, just for the time this conversation's taken, just filling in another. Yep, yep, All right. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. On so I. Distillate trickle. Okay. So I pop down the uh, two spirits two spirit jars okay. and I'm like okay Timothy Marge uh, it's your time to shine if you give us like five minutes yes so that we can we can leg it out of here but sure. you know what this is this is time for you to shine okay this is time for you to get your own back it's up to you just feel free to haunt the heck out of this place alright yes okay Right. Well, I mean, I, I think to be honest, if we've if we've done you this, uh, if, if we can pull this off and do this favour, I, th- I think um, I think I might just. Uh, well, I, I, Tim- Timothy, I've uh, in life I never really got to see much of the world, you know, being as I was um, uh, a labourer and and without much means. But um, you know, now that now that there's nothing stopping us, how would you like to just roam roam around, see some things we never saw, taking oh. the sights together? Okay, I would like to say that I ship this, and when I mean it, I mean that literally. In that, I'm after this going to uh, try and ask around and see if I can uh, get them on a ship somewhere to go and see somewhere else. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Okay. So we're putting the uh, we're putting the two jars down. Yeah. And the plan and that- is to: Are you going to like wait and see what happens and then leg it? Are you going to leg it and just sort of trust that something kicks off? Um, I'm gonna let them out of the jars and be mm-hmm. like, "Okay, this is the plan." Blah 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 blah. Let let them out the jars. 
say like thank you in sort of in person seeing them as their full selves sure um uh wish them luck and then help casimir leg it out of here uh, with his slightly rubbish cane which i'm i'm i i i'm i'm feeling i've i've got i've got an added respect for him the fact that he's having to just use a wooden cane and is still doing pretty damn well on this mission so. he's he's absolutely yeah he's doing great yeah cool that sounds good mumbles by the way is still there she's just kind of like at your side she's actually like tapping one of the glass one of the jars just oh, like, oh don't do, don't do that because that's that's it's it's okay you'll I'm be sorry. able to meet them and say it's okay it's okay you're curious it's all good don't worry um but we're gonna yeah these these ghosties are gonna help us and uh like this whole time she's just been like quietly on my shoulders like with her arms around me (laughs) just like soaking it all in and i'm like okay so yeah don't worry like we'll we're gonna see what we'll do is we'll let these people out let these ghosties out and then we're gonna see something really cool happen but we've got to go over there okay it's like fireworks you know yep all right so the jars are the jars are placed down uh, the Marge and Timothy, with the, you know, with the lid screwed off these jars, they both sort of emerge and and oh oh gosh, sort of like stretch out, very much enjoying the uncrunched up nature of their mm-hmm. um, their sort of spectral form. Well, um, after you, I should say, ma'am. Um, yes. Well, thank you. And they both just sort of grip like you were holding the edge of a, a door frame, um, but they appear to be gripping nothing. Then, just as they pull together and sort of exert themselves Lilith visible only to you at first there's just a thin it's like a hairline at first but it just starts to widen just like a tear like they're pulling like they're pulling back a piece of wallpaper that's yeah yeah like like that make me you're in charge of the ghosts make me a roll for this for what happens here I have to say they've got such lovely banners they really (laughs) are they're so polite polite ghosts (laughs) <laughs> hey! like to go. Uh, um, this isn't for that Casimir but I am filling in another piece of <laughs> you take level 3 huh? <laughs> you are killed yeah okay okay here's the attune roll okay it's a 2 and a 5 a 2 and a 5 okay cool let's go big yeah uh, so they they start to start to pull like this suddenly the ground sort of seems to shake beneath you you both hear the the revelry in the next carriage stop and actually everything seems to slow down um marge looks over her shoulder and says like if you were going to go now's the time because out of this tear that they've made noses the spectral form of a huge lizard covered in covered in spikes uh it it its eyes are are glowing and it kind of starts to claw its way out of this first one leg then another 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 it's an eight legged uh, large reptilian horror crawls its way out of it cool (laughs) none of you you can't you can't believe what you're seeing this looks like the ghostly form of something that has not been seen in Geth for a very, very, very long time. And I'll fast forward Lilith later to the bit where you look this up in the library and find an illustration of something called a basilisk uh, that looks a little bit like like this. 
you only glimpse it briefly, however, because presumably you are cheesing it. Che- cheesing yeah. it. Cheesing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's getting so cheesed. All right, this feels like you. You mentioned helping Casimir, so why don't we make this a group action to just get out? Just mm-hmm. get out. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah. What are we rolling? Finesse. We... Yeah. If you don't mind, Lilith, potentially yeah. taking more stress, Mumbles is going to roll. Yes. For this okay. Well. I rolled a four. You're lovely. I also rolled a four. And Mumbles rolled a five. Yes, wow. Mumbles. <laughs> yes, Mumbles. She leads the way, kind of scampering, scampering through. She's got that crayon drawing memorized. At this point, those those lantern lights that you can see in the guards and the dog, all the dogs start barking um, <laughs> at something. And yeah. it starts off as a bark, but then it's quickly like, rawr, 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 uh, like that in a sort of desperate struggle to, to get away. And get essentially out the way you came in up onto that um, that container and from there you all holding hands jump over the fence as behind you poof, there is a huge explosion cool. and a real <laughs> freaky roar I take a box of load to produce a fine bottle of whiskey <laughs> <laughs> yeah brilliant um Dunk. Yeah, and you slow-mo jump away from that explosion. Um, Mumbles is just bouncing up and down in, in the wake of it. She's she's so excited. It went bang. It was a big, it was so fiery. Yeah. And, and I saw a monster and I yeah. saw a ghost. And it yeah, was the was. best day ever. Even though I didn't only stab one person. And that is probably going to do it for the score. Congratulations. Yay. I would say that you left that train yard both destroyed and permanently cursed by something <laughs> by, by something so horrible that nobody will dare approach it for a very long time oh my yes. <laughs> yay very pleased with that cool ah, I um, think yeah it's weird sort of leaving the place like Casimir is just kind of sneaking the odd glance at Lilith being like wow that was I underestimated how scary you can be. That was some unbelievable ghost ghostliness. Well done. Well done. Uh, very, very um, quickly. Um, I just want to do some entanglements, which we've, which we've not done before. Yes, please. This is basically to determine how much heat you took from this. Uh, we roll dice equal to your wanted level, which is still zero because you haven't currently got enough heat to go up to there. So wait, so wouldn't that be rolled zero dice? Yeah, we just we just skip that so our, our heat's not increasing thanks to our wanted status. Yes, that's right. Um, however, after a score or conflict with an opponent, the crew takes heat, add one heat for a high-profile or well-connected target. So we'll add one heat for that because you tangled with the hive this time. If the situation happened on hostile turf, no, you weren't already hostile with the hive, so okay. interpret that as a no. And plus one heat if you were at war. You are not at war. Add plus two heat if killing was involved. Just about no. You managed to get that out of there without... <laughs> that you just about gave enough everyone enough opportunity to cheese it. So I'm going to say you just took one heat for this. Okay, cool. And that's cool. because your wanted level is so low. But if your heat ticks up, uh, increasing your wanted level, then basically heat is going to start increasing exponentially. So it's something to be aware of uh and we did increase heat as well when um when casimir uh dropped his tinker's tools cool does anyone want to do any healing stress relief or long term actions and if i could suggest one actually um i was thinking about this it might not be a bad idea as a long-term project to um invest in making connections with a better 
uh, healer, healer or physica because um, that would improve your healing rolls when you do do them for the whole group. Yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. I've already got a long-term project on the go. Um, oh yes, Casimir's cane. Mm. What's the deal with that? Do we know what um, that cane is going to look like yet? Not yet. I'm okay. still I'm still having conversations with okay. Edvard okay. when he's not adjusting his mechanical man. Um, we're sort of talking about different directions we could take the new cane in to give it that real Lumiere flair. Okay, very nice. Um, mm. If you want, though, you can you can make a roll for it now, and we'll sort of average that into the general progress of that. I actually think I'm okay. Okay. Because I... I kind of want to wait until Johnny knows what Casimir is doing. Okay. If that makes sense. That Could does I make um, sense. reduce some stress, though? Absolutely, yeah. Let's Great. do some indulging. So, yeah, because I did a surprising amount of jumping off things. You did. So I think. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, I rolled a two. Okay, so I'm back down to three stress, which for me is positively. Yeah. Breezy. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I am going to um, work on the, the new cane. Okay. To sort of just. I've been asked to come up with a few ideas for um, Edvard. Sounds so, good. Did we agree um, how many segments were in this clock before? Eight. Eight. Cool. So, I've rolled a five. Okay, that fills two segments. Okay, great. Very nice. Cool. How about you, Lilith? Um, I would like to try and reduce heat for the team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. First off, um, I basically, our friends, the the gut cutters um mm. i'm gonna ask them if they can spread rumors about some of our previous endeavors okay um and see if they can attach those to different crews rather than us cool all right that sounds good which crew are you pinning um, it on because if you reduce this heat i'm gonna say that could potentially decrease your rep with whoever that is i'm gonna say the gondoliers okay yeah all right just because you're on good terms with the gondoliers so you can probably stand to um yeah basically if someone's like oh people have been saying that we did it so do you i'm like what you know oh (laughs) never okay okay it's cool i'm gonna take you back to neutral uh with the gondoliers one (laughs) one okay you do (laughs) you do um raise one heat yay so that you know was not a total total loss shall I shall I look for a doctor you could yeah, start why don't we start a clock that anyone can work on in their downtime whenever yes. they whenever they okay fancy it. yeah so we'll do a bit of research and I'm going to add to that long term project for everyone well, I'm going to make this a six piece clock because what you're basically doing is finding uh, someone near to your base of operations who is willing to look the other way essentially at the point where this is done it'll it'll cost you a certain amount as well but but the, the clock is for kind of scoping them out finding someone who you think would be okay with repairing a criminal okay off the books. a one a one okay. where have all my sixes gone <laughs> <laughs> that's all right trust me if you're gonna get the ones anywhere this is where you want to get them yeah Okay, well, that'll do it, I think, for downtime. Wonderful work, both of you. That was terrific. You've brought the gut cutters very much on side. Uh, I think Bug will be very impressed, and Mumbles had a lovely time. Aww, and, awesome. you, and some ghosts fell in love, and you cursed a yes! place. Yeah! You really packed it in. 
in that hour. Well done. Terrific. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this, then check out more uh, Oxventure over on Outside Xbox. There is a whole uh, Dungeons & Dragons series, which, let's be real, you're probably already aware of. But, I mean, <laughs> why not watch again or rewatch? Maybe there's some new episodes you haven't checked out recently. And do check back uh, next time. Should be in two weeks from whenever you're watching this for more Blades in the Dark. Thank you, Ellen and Johnny. Oh, thank, thank you, you Luke. Bye. Bye. So, Jane, uh, I brought in so, a Ellen. ghost yeah. dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, you did that. Yeah. You did that thing. I don't think anyone could have predicted a ghost dinosaur. I don't think I could have predicted that. I was just like... Luke might let me do this. Luke, Luke will definitely Luke might let do me something wild. Do this. The um, timing actually works out incredibly well because. Oh my gosh! Yes. Speaking of dinosaurs, the current Oxventure D and D season that's going out every Friday mm-hmm. right now at YouTube.com/slash/Oxventure is uh, Oxventure Extinction, our current season, which is somewhat dinosaur themed. Yeah. As you will discover if you if you head over to that YouTube channel and, and catch us there. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Tell me more about the ghost dinosaur and your thinking. Well, I just wanted to make the train place, like, you know, the railway area that we were in, just unusable. Like, they were going to ruin everything for the the little kitties, the little gut cutters. Um, and uh, I, I was just like, how? Let's let's just use as many ghosty things as possible and there's like break into another realm something monstrous comes out and then that's something that has to be dealt with and the area has to be closed off for a while and that'll delay things and kick things down the road right yeah so yeah i was just just like create a lot of commotion um that isn't gonna do a lot of direct harm because i'm like i'm not sure like like ghosts will scare people but they you know they can't do much to you outside of that as far as i can, can remember um like they okay. you they can kind of like terrify you and they can well they can possess you that's that okay you could thing. be possessed by so you a could big be ghost possessed dinosaur. by a big ghost that seems dinosaur. pretty destructive yeah uh okay. but it's just something, something it was just like hey look this is just just uh contaminate the area with ghosts um so mm. that they can't do salt anything sort yeah with exactly ghosts. with ghosts yeah okay <laughs> now let's talk about the uh the star of the show which is luke's um well the, the stars of the show mm-hmm. which are obviously luke's various orphan murderers oh they're so good not orphan murderers not murderers of orphans but orphans who are also murderers yes Tell me about them. I love mumbles so much. <laughs> just a little, little, little quiet voice, and it's just so adorable. She's just yeah. so sweet, um, and just just quietly murders people. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you go like turn around, like, oh, she's done it. Okay, cool. Like whenever anything happens, yeah, I was just like, I just want to make sure this child is okay protect this child the head i think the head of the gut cutters has the best voice uh one of the best voices he sat you know when he's talking like that and i really like it when luke does this voice and i think it's really good um and i love the camaraderie between him and uh casimir like 
there's a real respect there and I, I think it really like there's a lot of good storytelling in that bit in those interactions where like this kid he's trying to uh be a respected gang leader but like a lot of the others look down on him because he's a kid and then Casimir comes in and is like all right I see what you've done here this is impressive I will talk to you as an equal and the kid's like yes my moment finally and he's just enjoying it um it's so good I I really like it but like mumbles is just my favorite just 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 the quiet like unassuming looking kid who then just turns out to be a very good murderer (laughs) and it's like oh okay let's always be friends with you (laughs) let that be a new archetype yeah The, the murderous adorable orphan yeah if you are subscribed to or occasionally check into the Oxventure YouTube channel, that's at youtube.com slash Oxventure, this week you might have caught Ellen doing her very, very first <sighs> stint as a games master, storyteller, GM, DM, you know, that kind of thing. But for the very first time yeah. and on camera, yeah. which is <laughs> bold and brave, in <laughs> <one> words. <laughs> Now you can you can catch it. Uh, the video came out on Wednesday, Wednesday this yeah. week, um, and it's us all playing Tea Time Adventures, which is this cozy, cute cottage core anthropomorphic animal, it's super cute fairy tale role playing game. And uh, Ellen did marvelously. Oh, she, thank you. you. Know, check out for yourself if you um, if you watch the video, and then you get to see Ellen wearing a flower crown also. So yeah, I it's was very like, aesthetic. I, yeah, I was like, I'll I'll. DM like Zach our producer came to us and said Ellen could you DM this game and I said yes but only if I can wear a crown and he was like can you wear a flower crown and I was like that will do yeah Yeah, expensive that's tax deductible yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah no it was a lot of fun we were also joined by Grant who was amazing that's Grant Howitt, everyone. Yeah, Grant Howitt was amazing. Um, came out with the... my Like, I tried my best to do some accents here and there. Um, and Grant just absolutely swung out of the park with a great uh, Southern Belle kind of accent, which I really mm. enjoyed. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was good. It, it, like, I think, you know, uh, sometimes a DM is only as good as the players that they have with them who like you know you want players who are going to jump in and just be like yeah cool let's go what's it what let's let's try it and uh we had grant we had mike and we had the lovely jane here uh that's me yeah that's a big you bird person yeah i and- played a a deer kin, deer kin, which is a big deer person. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, Grant was a, an alligator lady. Yeah, snootling, because um, they have big snoots. Um, and uh, yeah, like I, yeah, it was really nice. Like it, it's it's terrifying looking down a table and everyone's like looking at you expectantly. But I didn't feel like... <laughs> now, make a world and, and make stuff happen in yeah, that Yeah, like, hey, Go, so what are we tell doing us a story. next? Tell us a story. Yeah. And you're like, oh God, I hope this is fun. But uh, yeah, everyone jumped in and was great. So it like it really helps uh, having nice enthusiastic people around the table with you when you're, you're good GMing. At accents, oh, thank you. <laughs> I think I find accents really intimidating because you have to have a lot of commitment and a lot of self belief. Yeah. Because once you've committed to an accent, like the most important thing, well, not the most important thing, one of the very many important things is that you have to sustain it. Yeah. Because if you kind of waver in it, then it really undermines the entire thing. I've 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 heard people do like so so accents but Mm. the thing that sells it is your commitment to 
maintaining it and yeah. like sustaining it. And even if the accent isn't like 100% authentic, in virtue of being like sustained mm-hmm. and consistent, even if it's consistent in its like cheesiness or consistent in its kind yeah. of like slightly wonky yeah, sound, yeah. then, you know, you buy into it, especially yeah. if it's a fantasy game. Like Ireland... You, you do a pretty good Irish accent, don't you? Oh, gosh, no. Irish is the one that I can't do because it slips into Scottish all the time. Okay, um, you've got a wondering so that accent I've got a wonder- on, in that yeah. case. Okay, fine. That's a bad example then. But, but I, 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 well, the thing is, like, with this... Technically, this, Scotland I, yeah, I, exist yeah. in the world of Tea Time Adventures. So yeah. if you were to say this is a fictional <laughs> accent of my own devising, yeah. as long as you stick to it... Yeah. Um, Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. I'm sure it's still just as bad to a Scottish person who's like, like that. That is an insult. Yeah. One well, thing is like my thing is like whenever I do any sort of accent, I'm like, if you are from that place, feel free to critique this. Like, I, you know, you ultimately at the end of the day, like if I do a Scottish accent and a Scottish person goes, eh, I'm like, I think yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. You that's know? also my hesitation with accents is that there are real people with those accents. And yeah. <sighs> like yeah. you, you, you've got to lean into the ha 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 I can't quite do this accent rather than go no this is how Scottish people actually sound <laughs> um, and uh, I had the well, I, I actually slipped accents in one of the uh, the characters on that we did for Tea Time Adventures and then I was like okay well, I slipped into this accent now I'm this accent ignore the previous uh, accent <laughs> it's this now because I can do this one easier and accents are hard though accents are hard which is how you end up let, you know set aside TTRPGs for a second. Yes. But when you're watching like a movie or a TV show with like great production values, you will still get actors, good actors, yeah. whose accents kind of let them down. Yeah. And I saw someone talk about this and it's it's usually to do with um, the sort of lack of uh, time to kind of rehearse or, or train up an accent. Because if you're a trained actor, then it's probably within your capabilities to do an, ac- yeah. an accent. But you need a dialect coach. You need to, yeah. you know, you, it takes a lot of work to nail an accent. So I guess it's no wonder that um, an amateur dilettante like me goes, I just, I just, <laughs> I just, I just can't. I'm too self conscious. I just, I just can't. Sorry. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's. I've just challenging. Yeah, I like I've spent a lot of time in Scotland and in Wales and like I've got family in the Midlands and so so like the accents that I am best at are ones are ones like where I have friends who I've hung out with a lot um that I can and you've do got the and ear. stuff. I think you have to have the ear. You know, mm. like y- y- you have to hear it enough, but I think there's also a certain aptitude for like taking yeah. an accent and kind of absorbing it and just mm. kind of like yeah, I have a friend who uh, she like un un like unknowingly and does it uh, subconsciously. She absorbs accents, and so oh, her- it's called like a sympathetic accent where you're yeah. just if you're immersed in that yeah. kind of scene, you will immediately start doing that. Uh, yeah, so she like has her default voice, and then every once in a while she'll say a word weird, and you're like, why are you saying that with a Scottish accent? And it's just because she was hanging out with her Scottish friend for ages. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. It's really when she's done, she doesn't realise she's doing it and I love it so much. So yeah, it's really good. I think I think it's really accents useful. are amazing. So yeah. Yeah. I would I would love you know uh, when people talk about like what's your low key superpower? Like what kind of minor not world changing superpower <laughs> would you like? Yeah. Can I have accent powers? Because I <laughs> admire people who do them so much and I think it would be really fun and really valuable and re- you know really useful yeah. for, for you know like DMing GMing and storytelling and, and playing T 
TTRPGs. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. Okay. That's my new answer. Yeah. If, if anyone's like, what's your low-key superpower? I'm like, can it, can it be accents? Can it, can I be like a chameleon of accents? Yeah. I need to hear it once and then it's locked in. I can just reproduce it perfectly. Yeah, it's good. I, I, yeah, I think, I think um, Johnny is very good at the accents that they do. Oh yeah. Like I, I'm super just good. like, yes, I love it. I get so excited. The first time I heard them do a Welsh accent, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the best. Um, What's your low-key superpower since since we're here now? Oh, gosh. Uh, I, like one that I have or would want? No, one that you would want. One that I would want. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, good timekeeping capabilities. I sometimes find... Ah, you've got good timekeeping. I, I, I do. I sometimes find... Um, like if I've got something at the end of the day um, and I'm like, okay, cool, I've got this to do. And then I feel like, well, I've only got like, I've got, if I find myself with a random hour in the day <laughs> between waiting for something, like I've, I've got something sure. in an hour. Okay. And instead of being like, cool, I can, like sometimes if, if it's work, I can sort of be like, well, I'll check emails oh, and do that. Oh, but Ellen. otherwise, sometimes I'm just like sat there going, I can't do anything because otherwise I'll be late for this other thing. <laughs> Oh, Ellen. I'm like, I, uh, I don't know if it's sad or adorable that your low-key superpower is like, I want to maximise productivity so I can grind better. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Like, uh, I know I said low-key, but you can, that is you can really name your sites, you can name your yeah. sites even higher than good timekeeping. I wish I could do cool things with my hair. I'm bad oh, at doing hair. Oh, that's a good one. So basically, I have like... I do ponytails. I do side braids. You do good braids. Pigtail. Yeah, you I'm good. Really I'm good fine at braids. But like, I wish I could do some fun things. Like, I have a friend who actually like works in hair. Like, looking at like she works for a, a larger hairstylist uh, group. And uh, like, when we're on holiday, I'm like, could you do my hair, please? <laughs> so I have nice I keep, holiday I pictures. I keep getting sent Instagram reels, you know, on my feed, on my for you page, or whatever mm. you call it. Uh, on my discover page on Instagram and it's occasionally it's like a a, a Korean influencer uh, who's doing like an amazing hairstyle mm. and it's like a, a 20 second reel go simply go duh, 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 twist this loop this poke this through here and you've got an amazing hair and I'm like that's not okay let's, let's try this <laughs> and it's like immediately a complete and utter yeah mess. so it looks like a magic trick yeah. And, like, and simply, ta-da, pull this through here and you're yeah. ready for the red carpet. I'm sorry. No, no. No. Um, no, Lies. that's a great superpower. <laughs> like, just to be a hairstyle. I'm just a savant at hair. I'd, I'd love to be able to do a French braid, just something like that. Just yeah. like... That seems attainable. Like, yeah. you would have to commit to it and your arms would be very sore if it's like... That's the but, thing. You know, you've been it's, it's like training up your arms, painting the living room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, I, I'm, I'm sort of the same with like makeup and stuff. I wish I was like able to do cool eyeshadow and things like that. But I'm just like, I can't be bothered to put in the hours of practice that it takes with these amazing well, makeup artists. Well, and I'm like, no, I just put eyeliner on. It's fine. <laughs> well, well, there's only so much time. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Maybe you need to combine those two aspirations because neither of them are like unattainable. Yeah. In your spare hour, you're just going to be doing like eyeshadow tutorials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah. 
Well, that's a plan going forward. Mm. And here's your plan. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah. Don't forget to check out. We've got an appearance coming up at PAX East <gasps> we at do. the end of the month. Yes. I'm unfortunately not going to be present, but all Aww. the other much better D&D no, hey, <laughs> are going to be there. Jane. But yeah, on the Saturday at PAX East, <laughs> towards the end of the month, this month, uh, in Boston, mm-hmm. and it will be our first US show for like three years. Yeah. Three so, going on four years. Four, four um, no, four years. It's yeah, incredibly exciting to be back in the US, and and hopefully it's the beginning of um many many more. Yeah. So please come and please come and watch. Please come and get involved. Um, we'd be delighted to see you there. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what I've got. Oh, and um, yeah, youtubecom slash Oxventure for weekly episodes of the brand new hot and fresh season, Oxventure Extinction. Yes. It's all kicking off over there. Dinosaurs. You like dinosaurs? Who doesn't like dinosaurs? Dinosaurs are we great. Got dinosaurs. Dinosaurs and D&D. It's D&D&D. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons and Dinosaurs. <laughs> Man, why am I only just thinking, I don't know. I'm going to talk to marketing. Uh, yeah. That's good <laughs> branding. Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, any wise words for the weekend, Alan? Uh, Inspirational thinking. Just chillax. Make your Saturday better. Chillax. Chillax. Okay. Yeah, just I'll just take take a load off. Enjoy. You deserve it. You deserve it. You've worked hard this week. Mm-hmm. You've listened to this like podcast and, and heard a lot of ghosts. You know, so <laughs> you know. Don't 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 have your weekend haunted. Instead, chill and watch some uh, some more D and D, or you know whatever Netflix thing you have queued up, or Disney Plus or something. Just have a nice time. Just but take a first. The walks off yeah, Net- us Net- first. Netflix will be there waiting when you're done. Yeah. And so will Disney Plus. The Mandalorian can wait. Pedro Pascal will wait for you. Yeah, I that's promise. why That's why he's a good boy. He will wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't. So no. youtube.com slash Oxventure. <laughs> See you next time on the Oxventure D&D podcast, folks. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah. Being here. All right. Bye. Bye.